Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Episode 118 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with the full In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What is going on, everyone? Golly, how's it going? I mean, with this weather, I don't think it's going to be sneaker time anytime soon. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's going okay, I guess. We're recording on a Wednesday and got a big snowstorm going on. Or, well, I don't even want to call it a storm. It's just been snowing all day. So, yeah, but now it's like ice water, or not ice water, we call it freezing rain. Ice water. water. The fuck did you come out with that shit? You, like, I got a fucking restaurant. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll have an ice water, please. Well, <laughs> I've been smoking a lot of craft cannabis all day. Oh, I, so, thought, uh... I thought you said crack for a second. <laughs> That's what I was about to no, say. I heard craft cannabis. Okay, craft. Let's cannabis. Okay. clarify. C R A T. You said fucking crack. Yes, craft. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I said crack fucking cannabis. Watching too much snowfall. I'm on season uh, five now. Oh, can't wait till tomorrow. So it's back tonight, but you know, <laughs> here I am with the crew. I couldn't skip out on you guys, man, for snowfall. <laughs> but yes, I'm definitely excited for that. So looking forward to it. Oh, Kali. <laughs> Gotta love it. Juan, how's it going? Drinking ice water. No, I'm just kidding. What's up, y'all? <laughs> uh, I technically didn't miss last week. I just didn't have service. So yeah. I technically didn't really miss it. I even told you guys what I got. So, Juan just hit them with the, the rich technically. Technically, I didn't buy any shoes in January, but I fucking did. <laughs> I didn't. February 1st, bro. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, Juan, welcome back. You're going to keep that average at uh, one cough a week for the uh, for the year 2023, Rich, this year? <laughs> No, nah, really, it's it's really going to die down, to be honest with you. That's what you said <laughs> no in the word. beginning of 2023, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, no four lie. weeks I'm, later, we'll see, we'll see when to... we talk about wears and pickups, and maybe you might change your mind when I say what I say. Oh my gosh, here we go. Yo, these, <laughs> my, yo, these dudes be setting me up like big time. I'm trying to be good, <laughs> trying to be good this year. Honestly, after the white cement threes, I'm going like on an hiatus. Real talk, like I'm just, I'm chilling. Uh, so chilling. Yeah. I'm like, I know, yo, you know what? <laughs> it's like it's crazy because I tell my shit, I tell myself this shit. Every fucking year, and it's the complete opposite. Yeah, and what's, the wanna... defi- what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing, Being hoping for a different outcome. <laughs> you need to stay off. You need to stay off Instagram, then, man, because freaking uh, Salmon over here be posting fucking Yo, steals. Uh... He be he be he be killing me sometimes, man. And you know what? Like, I know we're going off track too. Like, when you be posting shit, that's why I be asking you questions because I know by time I'm done, they're gonna be sold. <laughs> That, that's a good strategy, bro. Hundred percent, man. By the time you're like, hundred percent. Right, so he had a he had a pair of Concords, and I'm just asking him like a trillion questions. He's like, by the way, they sold. I'm like, yes, thank you. You're like, Michelle, yes. Stalling time so that you so that like twelve else hours later, it's like, uh, yeah. So it's still available, bro. You want to buy them? Or... 
What else, bro? Uh, I see the insoles under the insoles. Yeah, man. Next, I'm next. just asking for every like the most random shit, and it's just it's a ta- it's a tactic, man. Because I will literally pull the trigger, and I'm just like, look, let me just ask questions. So in that time frame, they sell. So it, it kind of works. If I want something, I won't ask any questions. I'll just be like, yo, I want them. Right, so if I'm asking you questions, I'm, I want them, but I'm stalling because I don't need them. <laughs> you don't need them. Yeah, you're just torn, conflicted. Yeah, man, it's but no, your story, like the sales, like just the prices are just crazy, man. So salute to you on that. It's just, just nuts. Honestly, so I see them just like fly, just like you know wildfire because it's like the further prices, like it's just insane, man. So yeah, and it's well, good. that's the thing. Like it's because I the stuff that I like, I do if I do sell like. Most of the time, they're not like dead stock. So I know when people sell dead stock, they try and go by like the market, whatever stock yeah. X threes and stuff. So with the given that it's used, maybe like kind of older, you know, I just try and just find something that's just like fair, like it, like essentially like a price that I'd be okay paying for. You know what 100%. I mean? Yeah, it definitely just, reflects that. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it works. Like people buy it, and I guess maybe some of them I may have made a profit on it. Some of them it's probably around the same price that I bought it for. So it's like for me, it's not even like a like a business kind of thing like oh, i'm trying to like get this kind of percentage in margin yeah. it's like yo like i'm just trying to clear up space bro i'm, I'm trying to move i'm trying to, I'm trying to walk around like right you know like <laughs> I, i'm not i i only got two feet bro i can't wear all these all the time also it's like that's the movement smart yeah, you know? you know, smart so smart next time rich starts asking you questions don't answer them just tell him that <laughs> the shoes are still available and tell him the price <laughs> yo you need these man send him pictures whatever you gotta do you, know, you, just, you can just skip over all the answering all the questions yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, he's quick on the draw too because I'm asking. He's sending me the videos right away. You know, sometimes you mention someone and it's like they take a bit of time. He's like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, this motherfucker's quick. Like, got it all queued up. He's got it all queued up for you. <laughs> yeah, man, the, the sales are nuts, man. But I have to do that shit because fuck, like I'll start just trying to buy everything, man. I'm just like, damn, I look at the price. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what, this guy's killing me. <laughs> Killing me, man. They know me because a lot of the old shit, like older stuff, and like it's priced to sell, man. Like, yeah, it's just nuts. Like, he had countdown pack 16s. I'm just like, oh gosh, like that pair, they were an 11. I didn't buy them because the price was amazing because I wanted to wear them. So Mm -hmm. it was like, "Ah, I'm like, it's gonna kill me. Like, if I remember the CDPs, the 16s, I wanted to wear them. That's why I didn't buy. And I was like, I'll just buy them and put them in the case. But I'm like, I got the OG pair. In a fucking case, like I want a pair I could wear, so yeah, that kind yeah. of de- deterred me from that. But once again, the prices are are great, man. I know we're going over tangent. Let's get through these these intros. Like my <laughs> gosh, my lord, <laughs> terrible. Yes. So as you heard, we have a guest on with us this week, uh, Salman. He is the hold up, Trev. Hold up, Trev. Yep. Hey, Rich, what's going on? Yep. I thought what I up? got. I, I thought we kind nah. of like transitioned nah, into that. Nah, we didn't do that. I didn't, didn't get it. Like, <laughs> All right, back it up, back it up. Okay, sorry, excuse me. Yeah, Rich, how's it going? What's good? Just had a whole conversation about all these shoes and everything. Like, I felt like you had the longest intro of anyone here. (laughs) I didn't think you wanted to say. It's been a while. What's good, people? I'm back. All right, you feel better now? Yeah, I'm good now. Thank you, Trev. I feel a lot better. Hurt my feelings. So we have a guest on with us this week, as you heard, Salman. He is the owner of Saver Kicks on Instagram. Yes, so sir. He does a lot of restos yeah. and repaints. So he's a local guy here in Toronto. So our our homie Kanoski, who if you've listened to any episode of this podcast, you've probably heard us talk about. <laughs> this is the guy he sends all his repaints to. So Salman, welcome to the pod, man. We appreciate you jumping on with us. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. 
Welcome. Yeah. It's crazy. Excited. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Glad to have you. Yeah, man. Excited to get into this. But we'll start this off like we usually do with our wares and pickups. So, Kev, why don't you begin? All right. Where? So, despite the snow today, we have been having some good weather. So, lots of wares for me. I rock my Mars Yard, that uh, overshoe converted pair that Kanoski did for me. So, I have that one. I rocked the Jordan 3, the 88s. also Ooh. rocked uh, the Reptile Air Max 1s, as I usually do when it rains. I'm sure we had rain in there sometime. I also rocked Jordan 1 Shadows, uh, Air Max 1 Atmos, uh, the Elephant pair. I rocked another Kanotsky special, so a, a hybrid that he did for me, a soul swap pair, was the, I call them the Neon Expeditions. It's the uh, Air Max 95 Fari upper with the tuned celery midsole and he swapped those onto me super dope pair and then lastly i rocked my tom Sachs general purpose shoe that uh, yellow colorway mm-hmm. so those are my wears for the week in terms of my cop i actually have cop i actually have a cop so as everyone knows i did the no cop january leaked into february it's the first time i actually uh, cop something so it was um the supreme box logo that tonal box logo in that purple colorway so that was week one this past thursday was it last week one? Yeah, last week. So I got yeah, that. Uh, yeah, so I got the Supreme Box logo, the purple one. But then I also got um, AJKO Low. Uh, as actually an assist for a homie of mine. He wanted that pair. It was the canvas one, the white and gray one. Shout out to Swaydell for that, uh, Wendell. Uh, he actually entered a raffle for, for me, and he won that raffle. So essentially, I helped my homie get it through Wendell. So those were my two cops and my wares for the week. Did they come in yet, the unions? Supposed to come in tomorrow, so I, I was hoping to have them today, actually, so I can show you guys, but yeah, no. I like, they're, those, they're... I like those shits. I like them. Yeah, not bad, actually. Super clean. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, how is a, a, an AJKO low going to look? But no, they did They did a pretty good job. Not something I would rock personally, but yeah, no, super clean sneaker. I see a lot of people rocking those in the summertime. That's what I mean. It's, it you seems know? to me like kind of like a throwaway shoe. I mean, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, just like you know what I mean? Like, just kind of... Yeah, yeah. No, summer, for sure. Summertime, you just, like... Like a panda dunk, essentially. Like, you just wear the fuck out of it. Like, that's go-to. what I like it for. Yeah. yeah it looks looks like, like it. it's going to be a go-to for a lot of people, for sure. And they seem to be ready, readily available. Like, they were, like... That's good. Dropping randomly at all these shops here, like Nomad, Capsule, like, all these different times. I guess maybe their shipments got delayed or something, but... Resale doesn't look too crazy. Maybe, like, 250 to 300 at the that's very most, depending on the size, but... What was yeah. retail? Retail was two fifteen after tax. Oh, they bugging. They bugging on that. That's a low. That's what they go for. I'm so yeah, like out of so, touch. Like when it comes to like the like price points. Yeah. Really? So I guess it would be like one 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 eighty plus tax or something. What is that? One. Yeah, it's like tax, almost. Like that? Yeah, a little bit over two. Ish. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, oh. no, please seek. I I, I want to see him in hand because not something I would wear, but I feel like it would just be like a. Like a summertime go-to for a lot of people. One might get his hands on one of those, I'm sure. If it no, he, he probably already got him. Oh, you got him already. There you go. <laughs> so he probably already got him. You know, You're ruining Juan, his on. pickup. We can't, we, can't, we can't ruin his pickup. <laughs> I don't my think bad, it was that bad. one. Juan got some my other bad. shit. I don't need that. Well, good week, Juan. Kev. Welcome to finally yes, copying shoes in uh, 2023. Yeah, the streak has ended. So, <laughs> Who's still holding on? Is it just Colley? No, he's picked up shoes this year, hasn't he? Yeah, well, Colley's bought like... Fucking five no, Project Crocs. I only, no, like five I only, Crocs I bought no Project Crocs. Okay, thank you very much. I bought a pair of running shoes, so that doesn't really count. It's not a sneaker. Project Crocs? <laughs> okay. No, Project Rocks. it was a Under Armour running shoe. It's just for running. It's literally for running. That's it. 
Don't worry, guys. I bought golf shoes, but it's just for golf. <laughs> so it doesn't count. <laughs> Oddly what enough, I fuck? feel like I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Hon- honestly, no, 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 no. We do. No, no, we do. We do understand. Just, I understand, bro. In no way will I be wearing this shoe for fashion. It is not a fashionable shoe. It is a shoe for a purpose of only running. That's it. I've Fair been enough. scouring eBay recently and I found a, a pair of golf shoes for like a hundred bucks. It's like 50% off new too. And I was like, Oh, you know, well for a hundred bucks, I think of it exactly the same way. It's like, well, yeah, well, I mean, I, I have to, at that point, it's not really a shoe <laughs> shoe, you know, like it's a, com- it's a completely How different many golf shoes. Do you already have uh, not enough? Apparently one, two, th- two pairs of air maxes, roaches, two Jordans, the uh, six, Six? Yeah, not enough. Yeah, not enough. <laughs> you need one for every day of the week at least, Trev. Summer's coming. That's that seems reasonable. I I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good week, Kev. Uh, Collie, what about you? Uh where's just um when the weather was nicer, I was able to wear my Air Max 90 reverse duck camos and some nice kicks ultra boost. I'd just been swapping between those two. As for pickups, I was able to order a pair, um, but it's the order is still being processed. So uh, we'll hear more about that. So maybe next week. Project Rock. Let's go. It is not a Project Rock. <laughs> it's much nicer than that. <laughs> All right. Juan, why don't you go next then? Patiently waiting, Juan. Okay. So for my wares, I I wore, since you know, everyone's talking about the threes, I wore the Black Cement threes. Trev and Fred 23.3s, as always, you know, hey. consistency. I see that I was traveling, so y'all know. I was, I, so I wore a lot of stuff. Panda Dunk, the Mystic Navy, Jordan 1 Low, Community Garden Dunk. I remember that because I got stuck in the airport for a little bit because somebody lied to me about a flight. So <laughs> I was doing that. And then, I don't know if you guys mentioned my pickups, but yeah, you know, I had a, a good amount of pickups. We oh, saved it for okay. you. We left it for you. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Uh, I So thanks to like... I guess JR and like Mark that like I was talking to them back and forth like about different stuff. Mark got me those Embry Croc, the black pair. Got that from him. JR and I were talking about some stuff. So I bought stuff on eBay. So yeah, I bought the eBay dunk. I doubled up. Yeah, I doubled up on the Lost and Found Jordan 1 because I think I did that and I'll be honest with you guys, I was nervous because when that documentary thing comes out, I don't want it to have the same like last dance effect. So mm-hmm. I just bought another pair just to double up. I don't. Oh, have to worry the, about the, the movie with uh, the yeah, yeah. When yeah, air yeah. Okay. when yeah. air comes out, yeah. I don't want that same effect to happen. And um, that's where I'm concerned. So right now, like the price isn't too crazy. I got a really good deal off eBay. Like you know, shout out eBay. The price was great. Seller was good. They can make an offer, make another offer, and we came to a decent offer. I was also. It's funny you guys are talking about that making offers on eBay. I was trying to get the black and white eighty five. Some guy, disrespectfully, I don't know what he was thinking. I, I offered, I mean, from his starting price, I went down maybe like $60, $70. And I thought, oh, maybe he'll come down 10 15 bucks. He went down $2. Oh, I'm yeah. like, that's disrespectful. I'm like, come on, man. I was just like, that's not even working with me. Like, that's not, I was just like, that's wild. You know, well, I agree with you, Juan. Like, if, if that's the case, don't even have the make your offers. Yeah, don't. If, the, if you're, you know, like, if yeah. you're like, dead set on your price, don't even do that. Like, I... Honestly, that's not even an option. You just probably want someone to see your listing, but don't yeah. do that if you're going to do that. Because 
I'll be fair. Like if <laughs> I went like down 150, of course that I'm disrespectful. But I didn't go too far away from his like price. I went sixty dollars. I was like, okay. But two dollars, like to offer me two dollars off, I'm like, great. <laughs> Sorry, maybe you even mistyped it and wanted to put the regular price. But <laughs> my other pickup, which I got the invoice yesterday for Rich. I know we're gonna probably talk tomorrow. I got the uh, AMM twelve. So mm-hmm. which one? Well, yeah, uh, well the black the black one? But but. My sister won a pair for me. So the pair that I want is a size 10. That's why I said, Rich, you might be playing yourself. You might DM me tomorrow. We might have a conversation. Mr. I'm not buying nothing. This motherfucker is terrible. Terrible. I know. What what bad friends this guy has. Terrible. Oh my god! One, if, he, if he's asking you for too many, too much information, just just message me. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the one that my sister won was a ten and a half, so it, either size works for me. That's why it's a funny thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh wow, you're the best. One. Yeah, I know what friends you know. Bad friends, Rich has. <laughs> yes, not bad blessed. friend. We're enablers. Enablers, yes, you are. Yeah, blessed, blessed, blessed. <laughs> terrible just a week ago it's like they gotta stop and then the next one comes out oh yeah i'm gonna get this one now <laughs> no i didn't i really i really didn't the twelves are nice but i mean if it's there right why not that's how i look at it but the white one's cleaner in my opinion yeah, the white one's clean it's funny because near the end of 2022 i'm like all right i had a crazy run this year you know next year it's going to be different but then i don't know if it's just me <laughs> i think like two weeks into january i'm like I wonder how often I'm going to get these posts saying like, oh, expected to release 2023. I swear like every day it's always been some new, like, I don't know what Nike is doing in these factories, but these guys are working like super overtime right now. Yeah, man. I, 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 I don't even know how it's like physically possible to put out all these shoes, but it's like it's, there's so much to release this year. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, man. Because yeah. like I come from a time where it's like, yo, like Kev, like back in high school, bro, we were getting what like two retros for the fucking year. Yeah, like, yeah. Like we were dying by the time the next retro was coming out. We're like, yo, like it was yeah, the talk yeah. of the town because we weren't getting them shits. Mm-hmm. Now, bro, there's like fucking ten releases a week. I can't even yeah. keep up. It's like the taxi twelves. They just make like one little line, like gold. They're like, yo, what do you mean they're not taxis, man? They're right? Royalty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Taxis, man. <laughs> it's like. They be doing some bullshit. I just seen that. I know we going on tangents, but I seen like they're releasing like that Jordan one, the skyline. I'm like, why? Like, you know the mm. picture where he's he's fucking jumping and like the so like the the Jordan <laughs> is essentially the skyline, like Jordan brand. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, who the fuck comes up with this shit? Like, this shit is just crazy to me. It's crazy. Like, why? Who the fuck asks for that? And then the crazy thing is, you read the comments, yo, these things are clean, yo. Like, yeah, they're like, like, like I need me, I need me two pairs of these. Yeah, like, are you dumb? What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe just... they'll create one with uh, ice water, and then they'll create a story around it. Jordan had a cup of ice water one day, and uh, they made this colorway for that. I seen that shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, the box is actually better than the shoe. It's just mm. like you said, I, over time, that's crazy. I can't keep up. It's a good thing. Cause half of that one. It helps you be laser focused, Rich. Yeah, it's almost like you know, like got to really pick like the ones out of the bunch. Yeah. Sorry, let me rephrase that. It helps you be laser focused on new releases. Yeah, I guess. Remember, yeah. we're we're still at one pickup a, a week for you. <laughs> Your average is still one pickup a week, so we can't we can't say laser focused on pickups, but it, it, for at least for new releases. Yeah. 
good week one. Yes, sir. Alman, what about you? What have you been rocking in the last week? And any pickups in the last month or so? Last week, well, I think, yeah, before all the snow, pretty much the shoes that I kind of wear that kind of like throw on like, quickly are actually these uh, on-cloud running shoes. I don't know if you guys know about those shoes. They're like these running shoes that are like Roger Federer's brand or whatever. They look so comfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. want to buy a pair. They look so yeah. comfortable. Yeah, I know. They're I'm, super I'm comfortable. With it. They're super comfortable. I'm, I'm actually supposed to, I actually got them sent to me. I was supposed to do like a little cleaning like promotion video. So I got to get to that still. But <laughs> they're really comfortable. Like I actually really like them. But before that, I was rocking um, the Space Jams, the 2000 Space Jams. I think on Friday, I was rocking the the Purple Pigeons. I got those last week, the SBs. The day before the Ant-Man, I was wearing the Bison SBs. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. That, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking on top of my head. I'm always so busy working. Like I, <laughs> I try to find any opportunity to wear the shoes, to be For honest. Sure. <laughs> and then uh, as far as pickups goes, just today in the mail, I got some Purple Lobsters, the special oh, box. Nice. I got through a really nice. good prep. Yeah, I'm really happy with those. And I actually traded my Sean Witherspoons like last week and added some cash. I got them the black Jaspers, the Kanye. The Ooh, wow, it was okay. a really good. It was a good trade for both ends. And then I had like a pack come in because I have like a warehouse in the States. Hold on, so, we gotta rewind on that, man. Just like a subtle flex there. Uh, like, just, yeah, just, I don't know, bro. Just ca- just casually just just glazed over that. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, I just picked up some Louise, you know. Right? That's crazy. And that Jasper pair is fucking beautiful. Yeah, oh my it gosh. Is, it is, it is. And then I have like a, a warehouse in the in the States because you know how it is with like customs and duties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope the Canadian government isn't hearing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, I think you're well, good. You know what I, I mean? Like, you can do your thing with, like, shipping and consolidating packages. So of course, yeah. I do, like, a lot of, like, eBay hauls and stuff like that. So, like, last week I got the South Beaches that recently came out. I couldn't find one locally for some reason. So I just bought a used pair. I got the All-Star Game 7s. What else did I get? I got to look over. Yeah, I, I also bought, um just the other day, I got the notification today. The the Olivia Kim Force, the no cover, the, the horse hair ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I really like them personally. But yeah, that's pretty much like kind of what I've gotten right now. Yeah, just light pickups, you know. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Honestly, Some Jasper's your purple lobsters, and you know <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. Yeah, I guess it's it is like a subtle flag. I'm trying to I'm trying to complete like the Kanye like sneaker set. So, mm. well, I think I can go without that cream color, whatever they're called, the the patchworks, the cream. I'm not a big fan of those ones. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's just like I'm just I, I work with sneakers. Like this is what I do full time. So it's like I can't really want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. just always around it. Like my my downtime is like like when I'm kind of winding down. I'm just surfing eBay, really. You know what I mean? For sure, Private absolutely. We do the same ah. thing, man. Yeah, getting you know. two dollars off on a, on a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's had that happen to me too. I have had that happen to me. It's like, what do you mean, or best offer, bro? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, true. Right. Yeah, well, that was me. Good week, Solomon. For myself, I actually wore a lot of stuff this week. Surprisingly, kind of had a little bit of a theme going. So, as it was All Star Week last week, I tried also terrible game. I did get a good kick out of how the how uh, Mac McClung was the G League guy. Who Rich was like, "What? There's a G League guy in the dunk contest? What's going on here?" And he ended up winning. So please bring back the the All Star game to its original form and how it should be played, where people play defense and superstars are in the dunk contest. We won't we won't go into that anymore. But I go to the last episode. We talked about it already. But mm-hmm. 
So doing a little bit of an all-star theme this week. So before we start that, Air Jordan 3 in Fred 23s. Beater wore that a bunch of times. Yeah. Hey. Air Jordan 3 free throw lines. I know it's technically an all-star shoe. A little bit of a tweak on it, but technically an all-star shoe still. Air Jordan 4 Oreos. KD6 all-stars. Air Max 90 nice. duck nice. camos. The reverse ones. Air Jordan 7 Bordeaux's. Hey. Oh, okay. Mm. 2011? 2011? 2011, yeah. 2011s are it. Yeah. You're going to shake your head at this one, Rich. So I wore, for the first time, my Air Jordan 6 infrared. What? First time for the, the newest retro. No, I know. You gotta Mine are still DS, too. Mine are still DS. What the fuck? beating me. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is, so what happened was I had the Infa Pink hair from 2014. 2014. I also and I was them. just like, you know what? I'm going to just wear these because I really like this shoe. And then I decided, I was like, I don't need both. So I got rid of the Infa Pink years ago at a show. And I'm like, cool. I actually probably, I want to say maybe the last sneaker con. So sorry, before the most recent one. So 2019, I want to say it was. And then I was like, okay, cool. I got to wear the, like, I'll wear the, the new pair that I have. because Better color, Nike Air on the back, all that kind of stuff, right? And then I just never wore them. And I was literally like, I was going through this weekend. I was like, okay, like I want to wear some all-star shoes, wear some all-star shoes. And the inference were one of them. And I'm like, I got to wear these this weekend. Like I got, I, I made a conscious effort to lace them up. Nice. nice. Mine are still DS. I'm looking at them. I love that shoe. Like I really, really like that shoe. And I just regret that I have not worn it before. So I made sure made a conscious effort to bring them out this weekend. Bro, that's like one of my favorite shoes. And it's funny you say that because I haven't worn mine since Canada Day 2020. <laughs> like I was, I went to the beach, and like there's still like all this like dust and sand on it. And I'm like, I've, I've I've answered this question so many times with people, and they're like, oh, what's that one shoe you could like wear for the rest of your life? I always say the Jordan Six, the black imprints. I haven't worn it in like three years almost. <laughs> like, uh, like, like, I actually do love that shoe. I don't know why I haven't worn it. My man, yeah, that's my that's my shoe right there. It's funny because I sold my pair like the newest release because I wasn't wearing it enough, and it was almost like I was mm-hmm. doing it a disservice. Uh-huh. So I sold uh, it. I have the 2000 pair, which is like in the case. And I'm like, as long as I have that, like that's yeah. my pair from high school. Like I'm good. Like I don't, I just didn't see the reason to have it in a closet, just sitting there collecting dust. So I was yeah. like, let someone else enjoy it. And I got the pair in the case. So I was like, I'm good. But it's you didn't wear yeah. that more. I, I don't know. It just, it's almost like I don't want to wear it just because of what it means. Like, even yeah. though it's like, it's the newer retro. Like I just, yeah. Like I almost had to force myself a lot of times to wear it because it was just a pair. I was just content with yeah. just having it. Yeah, like and not and not really wearing it. So I was like, you know what? Like somebody can enjoy it. I got my two thousand pair. I'm good. You it know? makes so, sense. I just kind of like I I figured that would have been a pair that would have been in heavy rotation for you. Like you just nah, wear nah, that just, all the time just to have that. Nah, mm-hmm. it's like I have so much respect for the shoe. I'm just like I don't want to fucking wear it. Like, Put it on a pedestal and you. Yeah, you that's what it was. It. Like I just I just didn't want to wear it. Like I just yeah I had no desire, so I just ended up getting rid of it and. Like I said, I have the pair from 2000. So I was like, I'm content with that. So it's just so funny because like, I guess like more than half of us admitted to like really loving that shoe. And we're like, yeah, I don't wear it, you know, like, like, like the it, consensus, you know? yo, I'm about to go to Kev's house though and lace them up for you, Kev's. <laughs> I'm gonna fit my foot in that size. No, don't, don't you dare, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, man! Rick, I have a pair if you need it. You know, I, I have a DS. Once, shut up! Shut up! Where's <laughs> <laughs> it? Because I have the pair that I, I wear, and if then, like you know, 
for some reason you need like a DS pair. I had like a, a second pair because someone close. offered it to me. Even better, he has a DS pair and a not DS pair for you, Rich. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, last pair for me this week was the KD4 Galaxy pair. Hey, that's All my right. gem right there. Yeah. It's crazy how that shit sent the world into a frenzy. The sneak, I should say, the sneaker world. Not even that frenzy. Shoe. That shoe was like highly slept on. I remember signing up for the raffle because remember those times where you should just sign up for a raffle and the pair was yours. Good times. So I remember signing up for the raffle and I was like one of like ten people who signed up and it was like a bunch of pairs of them and I was like, why, is, <laughs> why was no one signing up for this? And they're like, no one wants it. Like just. It's not the pair. I think what else came out that year was the LeBron 9 Big Bangs. Galaxy phones. The Kobe's. I think it was the Kobe, Kobe 7. 7, the Galaxy, yeah. And there was a bunch of other stuff. Those Zoom Rookies. Flight, came out. flight 1s. Yeah, um, there was Zoom Dunks rookies. that came out in that pack. Yeah. Dunks. A bunch of shit. A bunch oh, of shit. Crazy era, man. Crazy era. Yeah, that year was... That lineup was nuts. Like, what they did with it. Every time that I put that pair on, I'm reminded of all the like subtle details that were on it. I, I remember specifically remember picking that pair up and going, "People are going to regret not getting this pair." The details on this shoe are insane, mm. and I still think that it's a dope shoe. Like even now, like with kind of the basketball stuff phasing out, like that shoe is pretty timeless. So dope, dope. While we're talking about the All Star game too, I was happy to see that they brought back All Star collections. But man, they need to put some thought and effort into those damn collections, man. Like holy man, crap! That, like if them, you're gonna do it, do look, it. Yeah, them sneakers look like they're for like children. Like I'm looking at these shoes and I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like it's like color fucking overload. Like I'm I, sorry. I just I have a hard time understanding. We've been off on like four tangents already, so. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, you, yo, you gotta edit the shit, Trev. So I, it's, it's really me that's, that's causing this. And this is, but like, I, I just have to point out, we brought back packs, but we like we didn't bring them back right. We kind of like ha- we had our foot half in the in the water here, right? You know, we're like, oh, we're gonna bring it back, but we're really just you know not have any theme or concept. They all had kind of cool stories, but it was like you guys probably all saw Jaw did that little ice thing where like all the shoes came down on like an ice slide sort of thing. Like they had all these cool ideas that they could have done with the city of Utah, like in terms of colorways and mountains and like think about some of the jerseys Utah's had over the years, right? There were so many cool things you could have done with a pack that encapsulated this the state of Utah and the city of Salt Lake City and the Utah Jazz, and you did nothing. <laughs> That's crazy. That's it. Crazy. Bring, if you're gonna bring it back. Bring it back correctly. Yeah, I don't think they can replicate that. But. No pickups. No pickups, Trev. No pickups. I the I I've been I started looking at some stuff on eBay last night. All right. We'll pass it on to Mister Pickup himself. <laughs> oh, that's least, what it is. He's probably got at least three to go. <laughs> I gotta make a T-shirt. It's a fucking pickup. You got at least three um, to bring you up to one pickup per week for the month. Those are terrible. For wares, I wore one of them is actually my pickup, but Lost and Found ones. Uh, wore those today. Wore those a bunch of fucking times. Wear them all the time, actually. Panda Dunks. That's like my at the door pair. So that pair is pretty beat, man. But love it nonetheless. I wore the Air Max ninety five, the Animal Pack pair. Actually, wore that on the weekend. Me and the wife went out for dinner date, so figured I'd break those out. What else? Union 2s. The Union 2s is another pair that's been getting a lot of fucking wear. Shout out to the homie Mark. Been rocking that pair a lot. Dornbecker 2s. I wore those. And I think that was probably it in terms of where 
my like I said, I've got rid of a lot of pairs, so like my collection is dwindled a lot. But I love it because a lot of pairs I wasn't wearing, I could really be focused now in terms of like what I'm wearing. Right? It's like so a lot of stuff is like I'm wearing them two, three times in the week, which is like I want to get back to that. Like I said, I feel like we kind of just strayed away from that, and it's just like we're hoarding, 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 and now we're we're not wearing. So definitely nice just to kind of get wears in. In terms of pickups, first pair I'll go with. This actually is not even for me. It's for my my challenging son. So shout out to Marquise's birthday was on Tuesday, the one five. And yeah, I was kind of contemplating giving him this pair because he actually got suspended from school. So he's not in my good graces right now. What? So, he got suspended from school? Damn. Yeah, man, for fighting. So <laughs> oh, he's shit. just yeah, he's just he's on one right now. So I was really <laughs> contemplating for him, but I ended up grabbing him the Panda Dunk High. Okay. Yeah, I guess nice. I guess this is the shit the fucking kids wear now. So got him these. It's funny, the Air Forces he got for Christmas, the all black, he doesn't even fucking wear them. I'm like, dude, like you wanted these things and like you don't even touch them. So I'm gonna wear them now. That'll be just like my fucking <laughs> at the door, at the door pair. Because he's actually cre- crept up to my shoe size. So I'll wear those. But yeah, I got him the Panda Dunk highs. They're reasonably priced. The Panda Dunk lows them. They're still going for like 250, 260. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that. So I said, well, you can work with the highs. Second pair, this is mine. Shout out to the homie Mark. It is the Air Max hey. One Concepts Far Outs. Far, far Outs. Far Out, yeah. Far Outs. Best pair from the pack, in my opinion. Actually came with a special box as well. Super comfortable. So I've been wearing this pair a lot, actually, too. So shout out to the homie Mark, man, for these. The lace swap there, too. Yeah, I like the white laces. I didn't like the red. The red was just, it was just too much for me. Like I didn't, Too colorful? Yeah, just the opted out and went with the white laces. I think it's just a cleaner look, personally. So super dope pair, man. So yeah, Air Maxes. Like I said, I've been kind of dabbling into it now just from a comfort level. Like the, some of the Jordans, man, I just can't do it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, like I put them on and I'm like, yo, my fucking knees are like, like done. <laughs> like finished man and i put on an air max and it's just like walking on fucking a cloud because even something like this like it's winter time right like it's not really a shoe you'd be wearing like in the winter but from like a comfortability standpoint and obviously if you dress it down you can get away with it but yeah best pair out of the pack in my opinion like color wise just kind of everything they used on them and mark gaming's a great price and like i said came with the special box so all the goodies that came with it so salute to the homie mark man my last pickup for this week is uh the shout out to the homie Mark. We spoke, I think, when I had popped on when he was on the pod and he had talked about uh the Salehi Crocs. So I ended up picking up the black pair <laughs> from mm. him as well. So all in all, yeah, I grabbed three fucking pairs from Mark. So Mark, fuck you because you're not helping me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all Three great pairs, like I said, the Union, the Union twos, I've wore them tons since I got it from them. Same thing with that Air Max. The Salehis, the black pair will actually be my outdoor pair. So outside. And I have the other colorway that I showed you guys. So got a lot of love on my post recently, actually. I think I took a picture for Jordan's birthday with the Dornbecker 2, the 17, and then the 23 to kind of honor the 2, 17, 23. And I was actually wearing the Salehis in the shot. So getting a lot of <laughs> a lot of positive feedback on, on that pair. So Colin, yeah. fuck you. Fuck you, Colin. Yo, Crocs, Colin. Crocs, baby. I'm actually going to copy a pair, Colin. He's pretending you know not to hear you. Of course he is. Yeah. See, but I know it's good for me. So I'll just throw, burn them or throw them in the garbage. <laughs> uh, I randomly bought a pair of sneakers just now while we were speaking, guys. Because uh, my brother sent me a message. 
he's like, hey, there's a good deal on this website. Just because then I know he doesn't have a pair. I just bought another pair of eBay dunks. I can send you guys a screenshot to prove I'm not lying because I literally just purchased it. My one, you know, we don't question that one. We know you know that. What's the price on them? What are they going for? I don't know, but the one I got off eBay, I had a really good deal. It was less than 200. And you know, I had the the AGs there. Then my brother just sent me another one. I found it for around the same price too, shipped. So I felt bad. So I got him a pair too, just now. Oh, what a nice brother. (laughs) (laughs) Brotherly love. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, that capsule my week. So, so just just to be clear, you did have three pickups, and you are still at one pair a week <laughs> for the year. I am. Yeah, I am. Okay. Rich just gonna send Juan a link of the the eBay dunks and ask him to buy him a pair. Also, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not not a there. I I could appreciate the kind of the nod to like what they did originally, but just yeah, not for me. But it's yeah. definitely nice. I could I could admire them. You could put glow sticks in your socks and like put your feet. In I better not see. I better not see nobody wearing them shit barefoot. I better not. <laughs> put LEDs yeah, inside. That's, oh, that's but you see the ones where they're like. Uh, that's yeah. why I'm concerned. Like I don't want my feet to be sweating and there's like all that cloudiness in it. Just cloudiness for me. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's like ah. Uh... Yeah. Nah. Dope. 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 I'm glad they kind of like brought that back. Definitely unique for sure. All right. That was a fucking long ass. That was what, like, I'm fucking that shit like 48 minutes. <laughs> yeah, give or take about 45 or so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So, about you now, brother. So, yeah. about you. So, as you guys all have heard already, we got good friend Salmon. Many of you know him on Instagram as Savior Kicks. So kind of double entendre there, savior, as in he's our savior, but save your kicks. He's uh, one of Toronto's top resto guys here. So we're super excited to have him on. Thank you for joining us, Solomon. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about this earlier, but, you know, we see a lot of his stuff on Instagram, the resto stuff that he does, crazy work, but we don't really know too much about his history and stuff. So we always ask our guests. But why don't you tell us a little bit where, about uh, where your sneaker journey began? What uh, are some of your favorite brands, models, or colorways that got you into sneakers? So it began kind of when I was like, I've always liked shoes. I think it kind of like began back in like 2004, 2005. I was like, what, like eight, nine years old. That was like the time when, what are they called? Like Dada sneakers, the one with the spinners and like the yeah, and yeah, one. Yeah. Thing. Course, I thought that yeah. was like the coolest thing. So the Chris I think Webbers. that was you know it was like that and like the jerseys like that i guess that was like when i was like trying to get into like i guess fashion and stuff right yeah so i always thought it was cool i always had a love for shoes but then probably when i got into high school in like 2010 2011 you know you're just around other people because my friends weren't really into shoes like that but i guess when you're in high school you know other people are into like certain things so you kind of have to get that influence and then it really kind of opened my eyes to like just jordans and stuff because i started playing basketball more seriously too right okay so it was um what pair was it? It was uh, it's so random. It was the the piston sixes. I don't know why. Oh shit! Tough, tough, I yeah. thought, like, tough, that, tough. I thought that, that shoe pair. was like so cool, like just with the patent leather and just the silhouette and everything and the colors. I don't know. It just like it was really cool. So I, I got I really got into it, and then like it just became like a thing where I was just like always on like YouTube. Like as soon as I got home from school, I just like go on YouTube and the Facebook markets, the groups back in the days. You know, I was just trying to yeah. see what I could get with whatever like 120 bucks i like saved up for like two months you know and then get (laughs) like a seven out of ten pair of jordans and you're trying to like flip it for like ten dollars more or something to get the next pair you know right 
you know, some real like 14 year old antics, you know, <laughs> so it kind of like started from that. But yeah, it, it's always been like a thing with like Nikes and Jordans. I'm a big like Jordan guy, but um, I've been getting into like the SBs and even like just other random stuff. Like I like the LeBrons and uh, mm-hmm. just anything that really catches my eye. But it, it definitely started with the Piston Sixes, you know, and then it kind of just grew from there and kind of went a little out of control. I wouldn't say completely, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit you know like Louis, little... Louis, Louis Jaspers and stuff yeah right? no big deal. <laughs> you know what's funny it's it's some of these pairs like that we we talked about earlier right with the with the not the takedown but like the uh all these different colorways sometimes they're those are the those are the pairs that get you started into sneakers right yeah. like the piston sixes right like they weren't like a retro pair that wasn't something Jordan wore it was a new colorway but sometimes it's those pairs where you're just like wow, this is amazing. Like, I love this shoe, right? And that's yeah. what gets it started for you. Exactly. And like me, I mean, yeah, I was born in 96. So like, obviously, I didn't really grow up sw- watching like Michael Jordan play or anything. Another yeah, Wizards, was- Wizards Day guy. All right. I like it. Wizards Day. Actually, I, I used to I used to steal my brother's the Wizards Michael Jordan jersey. Whenever he was sleeping, I used to throw it on and just yes. run out to school, you yes. know, just, like, like, <laughs> down to like my knees, you know, <laughs> like down like my knees. Yeah. but um yeah so but again like the pistons maybe wasn't like i don't know what the scene was thinking about the pistons but in hindsight apparently like it, that shoe did not get a lot of love i think <laughs> i think a lot of people didn't like that shoe but no super again. slept on it. and i think around that time the lakers sixes also came out around the same yes, time too yes. right that and that was similar. like pretty slept on in terms of just the colorway if you thought about it it was pretty like just boring it was just like a it was the stitching that was the Lakers colors and mm-hmm. then everything else was like a, a, a black or whatever, a charcoal color. But yeah, no, I, I feel like both of those were slept on. And then later on, people were like, oh man, like they were trying to look for those later on. Yeah. yeah those, those Lakers Sixers set. I remember at Foot Locker, they were like on the clearance rack when they yeah. had dropped. Yeah, no one was really checking. And I remember they had the um, the Olympic Sixes, the Beijing ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that was around yeah. the same time as well. Those dropped too. Right. So. Yeah, that's another shoe I love. I just love like patent leather back then. Like I love that shoe. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I, I didn't care. Like even the colors. Like I thought the colors were really cool. The fact that it was all those colors. Yeah. And I I remember like because back in those times I didn't really I didn't really have much money, right? But I'd see people like even in the mall just wearing it, and I'm like, damn. I, like I just knew everything about it, but I didn't have like a dollar to my name. And I remember going to Dixie Mall, the outlet mall, and they had like the Oreos for like a hundred bucks, and like. I like told my brother, I'm like, yo, yo, can you like buy me these like hundred bucks? Yeah, right. Go to like the D Wade Converse, thirty nine ninety nine. He's like, yeah, that's what you're gonna wear for the year. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I remember, I, I, remember earlier, I remember earlier that year, my brother used to get like Nike passes for the Brimley employee store when they had one yeah. over there. I remember, like, I didn't, I wasn't super into Jordans then, but they had like a whole stock of like just black varsity red sixes, like a whole thing. Ooh. And that was when I was kind of getting into Jordans. I didn't know the name of it, but I just remember I thought it was like really cool. So I think that's how I really like the Pistons because like I kind of like recognize the silhouette and stuff. I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I think I've seen these. So it's crazy to think back now, you know, given like how the climate now, you know, with the industry and stuff. Absolutely. That's yeah. when I first started working at that Dixie Mall outlet when the Varsity Reds were up on that clearance wall and the Lakers sixes were coming through. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up for you, it was Jordan's. But like, what was everybody else wearing? Like your classmates, whatever people that you saw. You know, was there anything else, like other brands that maybe kind of caught your eye or was it just only Jordans and Nikes that was your thing? I'd say, like, probably mostly just Jordans and Nikes. Again, I think I probably wasn't paying too, too much attention. Like, I don't think, like, just any of us really as, like, 13, 12, like, 
it was sneakers wasn't like a huge thing but i remember like my friend used to have the lebrons i forgot which number it was it was 2008 and he wore those for a few years they're, they're kind of like the foam kind of materials this is the lebron force uh, yep. in 2008 like the, i know that i know one color with the fruity pebbles one the, yeah, that was a LeBron Forest. That was a LeBron oh, Forest. Yes. Right? Yeah. So he used okay. to have a pair of those, and like I used to think those were the coolest shoe. I was like, wow, you know. Again, with me, it was more of like, yeah, like I guess at the time, like over a hundred bucks, that's like way out of budget, right? So, right. I could, I could only just like, I, I can only just imagine, like, just dream about it. So, <laughs> yeah. Everybody was really wearing like the Jordans and stuff, and I remember at that time when I was getting into it, a lot of us were wearing like, well, some of them were, like. The fusions, you know, like the, the, yes, the, Air the Force team Force. or the, the Air Force, yeah. you know, like those. So I guess it was a little more attainable. I don't know. Maybe it's just different for like a 14 year old. They just think that's like the coolest thing. Right. But yeah, that's like pretty much like what people were wearing. And if somebody did have a retro, it's like, yo, they're like the king that day, you know, like, <laughs> like yo, like I remember my, my, bo- one of my old boys, he, he got the DMP Raptor sevens. Right. And it's oh, like, those. you can only see those on Google images. You know, you never see yeah. them. Like, you're like, yo, you're like touching the suede. I'm like, no way, man. <laughs> I'm like, yo. <laughs> it's like every time you're walking past, you just quickly have to glance down, like maybe like a few seconds. So, right. It's just a catch. <laughs> <of it. laughs> yeah. You know, so, yeah, that was pretty much like what we were wearing, Jordans. And I think that's like kind of what influenced me to get more into like the sneakers and stuff because that's just like what we liked. Dope. Yeah. So, I mean, fast forward to now and obviously, you you know, you're picking up sneakers. You got a lot of sneakers now. What's in your current collection? Like, what are some of your favorite pairs that you own? I know it's, you know, you probably have a vast collection now, but can you tell us some of your favorite pairs that you have? Oh, man. These are... These are the real questions that you're asking me, man. Damn. <laughs> it, it really depends, man. Like, it's always, it changes. It's always different it changes. every week. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. I think favorite? Oh, man. Like, what would you consider maybe grills? Uh, maybe not the word to use, but yeah, like are there ones that are like really, really dear to you that you would consider maybe grails? Um, yeah. You know what? I recently did pick up the piston sixes, like in good condition and everything. And the Beijing sixes like a couple weeks ago, just for like, just for like the nostalgic purposes. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I know like Kanye's kind of been doing his thing, you know, but I'm just trying to separate the, the art from the artists, you know, like I don't think anyone can uh, argue with the fact like his impact with sneakers and just like his influence and stuff. So I really Absolutely. do respect the artwork and, and the sneakers. So a lot of the Kanye shoes, like I have a lot of them. So those are definitely like some shoes that just mean like a lot to me. Like I remember even the ones I first saw it before I went back home in 2009 in um the the Carrie Hilson song knock you down i think yes and, and i remember when he was like falling back and it showed his shoes i'm like yo what the i used to like i used to like pause it and i was like you used to always go back I'm like it was like so cool right, and, you know, right i was like a, i was like a huge Kanye fan too right so like i was like wow like what are those right so i recently got i don't remember which one exactly it was but i recently got the the sample pair the the Zen Gray sample pairs. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so that was good. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it must uh, be tough not... for you because, like you said, you're around sneakers all the time. You probably sne- see sneakers come through, you know, your hands daily. You know, stuff that you're like, wow, I, I may have never seen this in person if I wasn't doing what I do. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of pairs that cool. uh, you consider your favorites. But, you know, like you said, it, it probably switches from day to day. Oh, absolutely, man. And like you see the intricacies, right? Like the details, like down to the shape, the material, like different year releases, you know, yeah. like the, the flu games. I love 14s. 14s is who I love. But like the OG pair, that was a 98 or 99, whatever. Yeah. And the 2005 pair, I think those are good retros. But when mm-hmm. I see the the, uh, the pair that recently came out, was a 2018, I think. Yeah, um, 
like it's just not the same you know what it's i mean not, so i went on yeah. i went on ebay and i just found a 2005 pair i'm like that's what i'm <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> well it's, a, it's quality right like it's the difference in quality difference in materials right difference in mm-hmm. shape for sure like all these things matter and, and you being uh it, you know doing what you do in terms of restos you see all these different models right like our versions and you know which ones look nice you know which ones look you know the qualities are quality is good right so but in terms of just like your sneaker collection and your hunting like what are some of the pairs that you're still looking for like is there something that's on your list that you're like one day i'm gonna get these or maybe you had them you sold them and you want to try to get them back yeah yeah my, my routine ebay nights is what you're talking about <laughs> exactly we all we all have the same routine yeah. then <laughs> yes um, the watch list what's on the watch list then the watch list what is it some random stuff bro but like the trail sbs i've always loved that shoe and like i think it went up to like 500 or something like that and i was like ah, i don't know and now it's like you can't find anything that's like a less than a thousand bucks it makes no sense so definitely like the trail sbs is one of them hopefully i can find like a good deal another shoe that i actually almost bought and the freaking seller was being a weirdo. It was a freaking 2002. It was it was the, the Black Supreme SBs. Oh, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won. It was a good price. I won it. I actually won it while I was driving. I actually put the bid last second. You know, sorry, you know. <laughs> I did like quickly. You know, I got I'm like, can't let this slip. I got to do it quickly. And then like I paid like the next afternoon. Like I'm busy, right? So that's not like the first thing I'm thinking about. I know it'd be like three days to pay it or something. I paid and then this guy was messaging me like six in the morning saying like, hey, are you going to pay or I'm going to cancel the thing? I'm like, bro, I just paid like chill, chill. Don't cancel it. And then he refunded me and relisted it. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Oh, wow. That's fucked up because I feel like some sellers do shit like that because you remember how you were talking about, you know, you posted a steal and then somebody else offered you a, a higher price. Yeah. I feel like shit like that happens where yeah. they get other offers and they're like, okay, I'm just going to cancel and I'll sell it to you or something like that. I don't know. Some Maybe, but, but the thing is the listing was up for like two weeks and he, he blocked me from putting another offer. I'm like, oh, this oh. guy is so petty. I'm like, damn, man. I'm okay, like, that is weird then. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that that's probably one of them. And um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, I'll just be browsing or I'll see something on the internet. And I'm like, yep, I want those now. Like, that's <laughs> that's what I need. Right, so. right. And it sounds to me like you're steadily crossing some of those off, too, because you talked about Purple Lobsters. You talked about the Louis Jaspers and stuff like that, too. So I'd like to hear that, you know, you're crossing some of these grails off or some of these hunted out yeah, pairs. Man. I get a little obsessive, bro. And honestly, sometimes some of the shoes I have are the most, like, randomest colorways. Like, another one that I think about it, the Redwood 14s, because I love 14s. Like all right. black hair, yeah, and yeah. then there's there's the real pink fourteens, and I love women's shoes. I don't know, I have a thing for women's shoes. Me too, get actually. It, get, there's get, nothing get, wrong get, with that. Getting like a size twelve is like a low key flex. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what true. I mean? Like, like another pair. Now we bring that up the two thousand and one, the pink snakeskin lows. Like I've always oh, wanted. Oh, okay. Back yeah. from like 2012, 2013. Like I yeah, was the, the nice shoes. Yeah, you know? the OGs, the OGs, the OGs. So yeah, I mean that's those are kind of like some of the things I could think of like, off the top of my head. I'd go on for days, you know? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine because like I said, you know, I'm sure there's pairs that come across your hands. You're like, fuck, I've never seen this before, but I want it now. Or like, yeah. you know, you never seen it in person. And then maybe you're like, hmm, you talk to the, you talk to your, your client. You're like, if you ever let these go, you know? Yep. It's first you look and then you have to check the size tag quickly. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> there you go. And then I message them, hey, brother, by the way, do you have the box for these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it's like one of those vicious cycles. You know, people are sending you sneakers, and you're looking at these sneakers like, "Fuck, why did you send me these? Now I want them, right?" Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then speaking of that, like for those of you who don't know, Salman does sneaker restorations under Savior Kicks uh, on IG. But how did you get into sneaker restoration? Because I mean, it sounds to me like you like sneakers or you're into sneakers uh you're passionate about sneakers but what made you want to do restorations after all this like you know you're buying sneakers on ebay but like what made you change your mind to or not change your mind but what made you start wanting to get into the restoration side of things in like high school you know you go on youtube like you know you can look up like pretty much anything right so i learned like the whole like crease thing which i thought was like really cool at the time so i used to kind of like do that to maybe try and like flip sneakers a little bit just to make like a quick little buck. Do you mean like deep, like like getting rid of creases? Yeah, you know, the okay. ironing and stuff. You know, yeah, and then yeah. A few years ago, like four years ago, actually, like this time, four years ago in 2019, because like you know, like Rejuvenator, you guys probably have seen some other videos like Vic Almighty. You know, he does yep. like the restorations and stuff. So mm-hmm. I used to like watch. It used to be something I used to put on while I was eating. You know, like it was just like something cool to just watch. You know, right. And, like, I've already known all the methods just from my time of just, like, being into, like, sneakers and stuff. Like, I knew about the icing and stuff, but I never actually did it. But it was cool to see, like, just the series and just, like, just continuously watching it. I just thought, like, I've kind of done it before. I've done, like, a midsole repaint in uh, 2013, like, long time ago. I tried on my boys' black cement. I butchered it. You know, shout out to Pisco. Oh, Thank you for letting me. Thank you for letting me do that. <laughs> you know, he was kind of like, yo, dude, are you serious? I'm like, I swear, bro. You know, this- <laughs> you know like it's fine no, it's, yeah. it's okay but um yeah like so i i already knew like how to do it so i just thought like you know i i mean i'm just i'm in school i had a little bit more money i'm like you know maybe i can just put in like a couple hundred bucks let's maybe start something mm-hmm. whatever and i thought about the name i was actually gonna do customs that was the thing i was gonna call it like factory finished customs and make the logo like a play on the vintage ttc logo and just have like you know because i always thought oh cool. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but you know i was like thinking like customs like seem like it's cooler you know what i mean so it's like you know i'll be cool like to do that and then i don't know i just somehow thought about like savior kick i don't remember how it was just random and it's funny because i shared it with my boy who actually helps me a lot now samuel and he still has that conversation trail. i'm like i think i know what i'm gonna call it you know I call it that and then like people already kind of like when I told like my circle of people that this is something I'm doing like people kind of naturally trusted it because like people would think of sneakers like they kind of like they think of me they're like oh yeah you've always been like about shoes like it was very you were that guy. It, it, yeah. it, there was yeah there wasn't much I had to like explain to them you know they're like oh yeah this makes sense sure I'll give you some shoes like try it out on this a year later I was graduating from uh, Ryerson uh, 2020 that was the beginning of pandemic. And um, again, I've kind of been doing it as like a side thing, you know, and I wanted it to be something that like when I did get like a nine to five, which I was assuming like, you know, I'll do that after school. It would be something like I would look forward to when I'm done, you know, whether it right. be like on the weekend, because I figured like I wouldn't be like super passionate about it, which is fine. I was cool with like IT and stuff like that, computers. But, you know, it's just something like like more of like a passion thing that'll kind of keep me grounded, right? It was kind of hard to find jobs. People were getting laid off. People were losing their jobs. Right. So right. I was like, you know, whatever, you know, your Instagram, whatever. And I was just keeping at it. And then um, it kind of really picked up that summer. And it was still lockdown. And people were still giving their shoes. And nobody was really doing anything or could really do anything. So I'm like, I have nothing else better to do with my time than to do this. And at the time, I got my hours cut heavily at the grocery store I was working at. Okay. Ar- around like pretty much like April 2020, like the, the pandemic. So I didn't really get hours for like two, three months. Right. So I was like, all right, right, that's fine. Like I have all this time. Like, why not? 
So it was just like applying for jobs and then doing the savior kicks, but then it just really, really picked up. And then to a point where pretty much in 2021, I just said, okay, I'm going to try doing this like full time, but it was still locked down. So I'm like, you know, I don't need to be in all the way, but I just ended up investing full time in it. And now it's like a full time thing, you know? Wow. Congratulations. That's an amazing yeah, story. Because cool. I mean, like a lot of people, like you said, when you're younger, you need to build that trust. You need to build that reputation. Um, you need to learn, you know, how to do some of this stuff too. Right. So you talked a little bit about YouTube and, and, you know, you can look everything up on YouTube, but what other resources were available? Like, you know, th- there's not many people that do restorations in Toronto, like that I know of. Right. Yeah. So were you reaching out to other people for, for tips and advice? Like, what is that community? Like, is there like a, a resto community on IG or, or in social media? At the time, it was mostly like YouTube. And I think that's like a lot of like restars. They kind of start from watching the YouTube videos. But I actually did hit up, as we know, Jan Kanotsky. He was very nice. Uh, any kind of questions I had, like, you know, I'd ask him. But really, it was just with me, like, because I was getting like, I wouldn't say, I guess it was like, I was getting a lot of shoes. It was almost like inevitable that I was going to continue to learn. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, and for me, it's like, because I actually like, I'm truly, I'd say I'm truly passionate about even just the craft and just shoes that like when I do the shoes, I work on the shoes. I act like it's very corny with a cliche. It's like, it's like my own shoe. Right. And obviously I don't want to, I don't want to like fuck up the shoe either. Right. So, you know, like I, like I have to really like be very diligent and just like very attentive to like the details and stuff like that. So as you're doing this, you just learn like certain things that work, certain things that don't work. And it's just like this, just like this, uh, this database just in your mind that you're just like learning like techniques and stuff like that. So I learned a lot. I feel like naturally, like just kind of from just doing it. But, you know, there was like YouTube. I It went to a point where the YouTube was going to help. Me. I was like, nah, like I've already outgrown this. Like I got to actually right. reach out to people that are like have been doing it longer than I have. Mm-hmm. So there's him. I've reached out to like this guy named Gifted Kicks. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's a, yeah. he's a big guy. And he's been very receptive to, to me just messaging him and. We talk a lot, actually. I bought some shoes off him and stuff. And even like Flipping Kicks, who's really doing his thing now, he, he's really open to it, too. So, you know, these guys have definitely helped me. But I'd say a lot of it was just me just kind of putting my head down and just trying different things. And like the, the dots just started connecting. I'm like, OK, when a suede feels like this, I know for sure I can't use this. I know this is going to happen if this is going to happen. And um, yeah, that's kind of how, how it was for me, to be honest. A lot of trial and error. Yeah, because it's crazy to see like some of the stuff that you do, for example, like, you know, when you have like a, a cut or a scuff in some mm. of the, the materials, you're actually like filling the material, then painting it over and then making it look like there's no cut at all mm-hmm. in the sneaker. And like, I wouldn't even think to do something like that. Like, how could you like, how do you even think to come up with those types of techniques? It's kind of crazy to, to think of, right? Like, yeah, so pretty much like sometimes like, when I'm searching, like sometimes I go on like uh, the internet and I, I just find out, like I look up like shoe care products, right? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, a lot of these things, like these products aren't for people who are repairing sneakers. It's more so for like the dress shoes and the or, other like, boots stuff, or right? something and like boots and stuff. But like these products exist and there are a lot of people who are pretty well versed in this industry. Uh, but the thing is, a lot of times are like usually like, like older men, you know, that like do like the purses and like, you know, like the cobbler work and stuff like that. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah, like I've, I found a guy that like I met him and I kind of also asked him, which goes back to the last question. But, you know, he was just telling me like, you know, different things you can use, but like he wasn't applying to the sneakers. Right. So I kind of like I kind of took some of his advice and I'm like, OK, maybe, you know, like he showed me the whole leather filler thing. 
But I already knew about the sanding stuff, like with just scuffs and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. the concept is the same. I just have to prep it because I know, like, when you prep anything, you got to use like acetone or something to remove the finish so it sticks. So, like, the concept is really the same. Like, you got to just do this step number one, but then you can add anything you want, whether it be a dye, a paint, a filler. And then it's like, okay. And once once there's like an inconsistency, whether it be from the filler, you got to just smoothen it up by sanding it. And then there's different techniques with sanding. And honestly, like, it really depends on which area of the shoe it is, which way you want to do it. It's like muscle memory to me now. It's actually really hard for me to explain it sometimes. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and that's a crazy part of the whole thing too, is that like, it's almost, you know, you learn by experience, you learn by trial and error, you know, you can reach out to people for certain things, but in the end, you kind of almost have to do it, like you said, and, and learn that muscle memory in order to just kind of evolve your craft almost, right? Like you're just learning based on trial and error sometimes, which is is crazy. And and yeah. you talked a little bit earlier about, you know, not just the techniques of fixing a sneaker, but just paint matching too. Like we mm. talked to Jan about that paint matching and he mentioned guys like you that he can contact, but like what goes into paint matching? Like what are you doing when you get a pair of sneakers that you can't buy that specific color yeah. from Angelus, right? So like, are you buying different colors? Like, how are you getting those certain uh, hues and colors to, to match something exactly? So I've, I've been asked this like so many times. It's crazy because if you asked me this, like, first of all, you wouldn't be asking me this like two years ago. That's for sure. <laughs> and like, I, I would probably be asking somebody else now, like, how do you do this? And yeah, it's crazy because I don't really know, <laughs> but it's like, when you look at a color, you can see the main color that you see right and then you can see like an undertone and i don't know maybe you have to be a little bit creative with it but like even now like i can go outside when i'm like just outside driving and i could be like oh that sign like oh if i mix that i'd leave yellow i need red i also made me like a little bit of blue or something like like a blue it's like it has like a cool tint to it so i probably need some blue or something right right so uh, and just like being around the angeles paints you just kind of already know how the shade is out of the bottle so i think just that alone kind of helped me when i mm-hmm. want to match a paint i already know okay it's probably the pale blue like there's a light blue and there's a pale blue and there's a dark blue like pale blue and light blue even though it's technically lighter like they're two different shades i just know that because i've seen the color right so that does help me with like matching a color but yeah you just see the undertones it really is trial and error it's just like sometimes you just know like certain colors like darker colors like anything more than like a millimeter of a drop, I can't even give you like the liquid metric to it. It's, like yeah, it's going to yeah. darken it way too much. Like right. sometimes I'll tip the edge of my brush and that'll be like just enough to like kind of darken it. But yeah. you see, like I only know that from experience because I've done the one drop. I just need one drop and it's just like a completely different color. Now, yeah. You know? Well, and, and that's kind of blows my mind is that like I see you mix, mixing paints or you talk about just like, let's just say you have a little cup, for example, and you mix a paint and let's just say you match that color what happens when you need more? Like, do you have a recipe now, or like, you know? Yeah. So, so <laughs> how do you depends. get it exact again? Yeah, it, it, it depends. Like, certain shoes, I'm kind of confident that it's not going to get sent again. It's like nobody's going to want to bring these again. But if yeah. it's like a popular color, I'll try and make more. Like, I'll I'll get the I I do like drop by drop or whatever, and then I kind of like sometimes I'll like document it if I know it, it's I'm probably going to do it again. Yeah. And, and then basically, once I get my mix, I kind of uh, just multiply each of the ratios by like whatever, 10 or whatever. And then once I do that, and I have a bunch of paint, I'll realize it's still like a little off. And then I got to kind of tweak it again. And that could probably take like another like 30, 40 minutes 
to get that perfect ratio with the larger amount of paint because that same one drop of paint to get this shade when there's only 10 drops in total mm-hmm. is not the same when you have like half an ounce, three quarters of an ounce. That one drop sure. isn't going to change it, right? So yeah, there's a lot of that as well. It can be time consuming though. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, so I've had times where colors where I'm dreading the mix. I'm like, oh man, I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take. I've gotten in like two minutes, like five minutes. And there's other colors where I'm like, oh, this should be easy. Like, I remember what I was repainting a pair of red Octobers and I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. Like, reds are so easy for me, which I do feel like reds are a little easier. Bro, it took me like almost like two hours, bro. And like, I think also that was me being like really picky because it's such an expensive shoe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, you want it yeah. to be perfect, of course. Yeah. I yeah. want it to be perfect. Right. And that one, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, and then thank you for explaining that because I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, how hard yeah. it is to actually do stuff like that. Like, I think we were talking a little bit earlier just about like some Royal Ones, for example. Like, I think you did a resto on, on Royal Ones and people just think you buy Royal Blue Paint from Angelus and oh, you slap it on right but no it's actually completely different from the color that is on that sneaker mm-hmm. and you kind of have to add things here and there like you're not even adding other blues you're adding other colors that i wouldn't yeah. have even imagined that are in a royal one to make it identical to yeah. that sneaker so i'm sure you get it a lot i know jan talks about it a lot too that you know people complain about pricing and things like that but you know when you're spending two hours to match a color like that's time and effort and you know paints that could be wasted of, oh. of you trying to get that exact color that people oh. are not taking into account right I've done that, man. i've like i've made like almost an ounce of a mix of them attempting and i have to like i was like this is lost color like, i gotta scrap it you know what i mean like you're throwing because, the whole thing away because because me trying to change that paint, I have to add like ten times more to make it a difference with the ounce or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd rather just start fresh and just start with two drops, one drop of this to see if I'm going in the right direction rather than putting like you know like ten yeah. drops, twenty drops or so. You know, so yeah. No, for sure. So I mean, let's talk a little bit about the process because again, you know, the paint matching, you know, is crazy difficult. You know, you have all these other techniques and stuff like that too. But you know, if somebody comes to you with a pair of sneakers, like, what's the process that goes into your resto? Let's just say, I don't know, just a, anything generic, whatever, just a deep clean and a paint or something. What do you do when you have the pair in hand? Like, what are the steps that you need to take? So before accepting the shoe, and I think other restorers should do this, but, you know, you have to like, I guess because I've done so many shoes now, I kind of know what I'm expecting or what I'm getting myself into. But like, you got to just gauge to see how, like, how doable it is. Right. So somebody brings a shoe and it's already like 10, 15 plus years old. At that point, it's Jan time. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. it's Jan time. It's, I just give them the app. I'm like, listen, I know what you want. They'll, they'll always say, oh, but like, yo, the glue is good. Like, it's good. It's like, yeah, like, I guess, like, you could say that. But it's like, I don't even bother, like, wanting to do the work that you're asking me to because the wearability is in question. I, I know other restorers may just do it because, like, oh, that's what you asked for. But then they try and wear it and they're like, oh, and now the air bubbles pop. Like, yo, what's up with this? Can you do that? Yeah. It's like, so, like, when I see something like that, I'm like, you know what? Before you think about anything else, I think, like, if you want to wear the shoe and that's your ultimate goal, then you need to go do a solution to fix the wearability first before we do anything else, right? Like, Jan and I, we've done stuff where it's like he does the glue and the sole swap and then I'll do, like, the other stuff. You know what I mean? So that's that. But like, again, like certain pairs, like I'll know how much like effort it could be. And um, I kind of like quote it based on that. Like I know like Jordan brand, they used like this paint in like 2009 to like 2012, 2013. It's like this latexy, like shiny kind of paint. Yeah. You know, like like when the black cement threes crack, the 2011 pair, like you notice it, it peels. It's, it's not, mm-hmm. It doesn't really crack, right? Jordan fours too, same thing. The Jordan fours, exactly. So just that era. 
it's like there's a different approach to removing the paint to even do the repaint. So those sometimes I'm a little reluctant on. Same thing, 2012 bread fours, that pair can be a pain. Like the suede like peels off and stuff. And then like I know if I'm prepping it, sometimes the edges when I'm just trying to tape it or trying to put some pressure on it to just do what I got to do, it's, it's going to start uh, loosening up and stuff just because the glue is dried up. So I kind of know all these things beforehand now. So I kind of disclose everything as much as I can and let them know like, listen, this is a risk. And honestly, I'll tell them, like, I don't recommend doing it. I, mm-hmm. I prefer not to do it. It's just, it gives me the peace of mind. And, you know, everybody's just happy. Most of the time, like, people respect it. People are like, wow, like, thank you. You know, thank you for the honesty. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like. Yeah, because I want to just, just jump in because we spoke as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what's mad funny, too? See that motherfucker there, Mr. Colin, that <laughs> Cherry 12? That's the motherfucker that destroyed yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, we already, we, we already went through this. We. Oh, oh, you're, oh, we you're talked about it that. before you jumped oh, oh, we on. Gonna yeah. Again. We gonna, yeah, we gonna throw, uh, you we said gonna I did a great again. job. Know what the, <laughs> That's why I Anyhow. did such a good job. I knew what I was doing. That's why it's so hard to remove, you know? So, <laughs> but yeah, like the conversation we had about that particular shoe, and I think what I appreciated is that, you know, you gave your honest, obviously, evaluation of like, hey, it's gonna be tricky, probably not the best thing to do. And I go, when I phrase it and say, like, look, it's just gonna be a display piece for me. Cause like I yeah. said, if it's, almost unsalvageable because of this fool then i'm good with it but i can respect that right because i mean you're giving me your this is what you do so i trust your opinion like if you're telling me like hey it's this or that i think that's always the best policy because you know at least people you know they know what they're getting so if they go forward with it like look i told you what it was out the gate so you really can't say nothing there, there's no point. running away from it, man. It's like if, if you're not, and just, this is like for any restore, anybody like running some kind of service or business, like if you're not confident with something that you can put back, don't deal with it like the hard way. Like don't have to be in a situation where like you have to like, there's that confrontation where it's like, yo, like what is this? And you deep down knew it was going to be like that the whole time. Yep. So, like, you know, like some people, they just think about the money and they're like, oh, I'm going to just deal with it after. It's like, no, man, like fuck the money, bro. It's the relations. That's like the most important thing. You know, yeah, I, sure, I'll never, I'll never sell out to compromise like a relation I can have with somebody. You know, like hundred yeah. percent, and that's respectable. And I yeah, think that yeah. you know a lot of people would appreciate that because, like I said, at least I know if I go forward with it that I have all of the pieces before yeah. I decide to proceed. Right, and if shit don't turn out the way it is, at least I can say, you know what, you gave me all the options. You told me what potentially could happen, so it's up to exactly. me at that point. So exactly. I, I respect that. I respect that hundred percent. Yeah, even even Salman was saying about those cherry twelves that he can remove the paint, but it's the stitching that he's worried about in between. It could get stained, and if mm-hmm. he does remove it, are you going to be happy with that? Right, like it's not going to look like how it was when it came out the factory. There's going to be like a pinkish hue probably now because the red paint has seeped into the the stitching. So into the stitching and everything, right? Yeah. So you're still paying for the service, and he's still going to do it for you, but he's letting you know that. You know, there could be some flaws afterwards that you might not be happy with. And what Salman is saying is that he'd rather you not be dissatisfied with his work. And he'd rather not do that for you, knowing that you're going to be dissatisfied with it, right? Because, you 100%. know, the, the, the relationship could be could be compromised, especially when you get something back and you're not expecting that. It looks bad on the person doing it, right? Because he should have probably said something. But if you still want to do it, then at least he lays all that out for you, which I re- yeah, I completely respect too. Yeah, and he, he told me it was going to be like a display thing. 
So I was like, okay, there's some wiggle room with like, like you know, how to execute it now. Because of course, for me, like whenever I do any work, like I try and make it, a, I try and make it as wearable as possible, right? Like some people, like there's certain things like I can do, like let's say like somebody scratched the patent leather on their Jordan 11s, which is a very common thing. People, people will say, oh, like this happened. I was just like trying to hold a door open or something. You know what I mean? And right, <laughs> right, sucks, but. I, I never hold my door open with Jordan Levins anymore. <laughs> right? I, I would do that naturally. And then, like, after I read messages, like, I'm using my yeah, I'm just, just yeah, going to let the door, I'm just going to let the door hit that guy in the yeah, face. Like, I don't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, like, you can, like, sand it down. Same thing. Like, if I sand it down, but, like, if you were to paint, like, that little area, it's going to be uneven. Just like auto body. Just like anything. It's just, it's mm-hmm. going to be fresh paint. It's going to look uneven. You got to do the whole thing. And then you have to add, like, a high gloss finish. But the thing is, is patent leather is just like a vinyl coating on the top. And it's not meant to be painted. So you can paint it, you know. But as far as, like, wearability, like, that's going to flex. It's going to crease. Like, it's not going to, it's not going to hold up with wear, right? And I know this. So when people tell me this i just tell them like i can't do it but like i probably don't want to do it and i don't want you to pay for this service and then you wear it a couple times and you're like oh shit like why did i see these lines there and then you look at freaking you look at savior kicks and you're like oh these motherfuckers bro like they did this like you know (laughs) right right i just wasted my money it's just like even if they're like yo just do it i'm like i really don't want to yeah 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 Yeah. i don't want to man like you're not going to be happy man like you're right no i can respect that i'm like it's going to take hours like I'm not charging you less than like a hundred bucks. Like that's not like you can use that. Just pay your bills or something. Bro. Like just leave these. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not going to go with someone else. I'm, we're not doing that. Yeah. yeah. You know. And then sometimes you get those people where like they they know what they're getting and then the result is not what they expected. Then they're still like going left with it. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. oh like you know oh, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. yeah, I think that's always a hard line because it's like I could give you everything and you still go for it and then you still not be happy even though you knew the, these were their potentials right so i think that's where it gets a bit dicey but i've just learned this just like i think it's just like any business you know especially if you provide a service like people are just different and i think running this business i've learned a lot about people just in general just how people are how people operate part of running a business is also handling the the emotion part of it like the emotional part right you know people can feel how they feel you have no control over how they feel you could again like what you said you could be the most honest most trustworthy most transparent most nicest person and people might still have a problem or not be satisfied and you know there's only so much you can control and only so much i can get caught up with because at the end of the day like the sun still rises the next day we got to get to work there's still other shit to do like you can't please everybody all the time right so i kind of learned to get that mentality now you know no, that's dope. No, nah, dope. That's dope. Exactly. It's 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 definitely a maturity thing too, right? Like you learn, and like you said, it's more about people, right? Like you provide a service, uh, you know, one of the top restorers in in Toronto, but again, at the same time, it's like you have to be able to read people and know people and and kind of manage those expectations too, which is tough for a lot of people, right? Like you can be the best artist in the world, but if you can't handle your clients, then you probably will be successful, which, you know, I can, I can completely respect that, that you do. But I mean, over the years too, just some of the techniques that you've learned, you know, we talked about the scuffs and the cuts and things like that, but like, I saw you did some defogging of air bubbles. Like, I didn't even know you could do shit like that. Like, how did you figure stuff like that out? Or you even did some designer stuff too. Like you're, you're doing mm-hmm. designer sneakers now and designer goods, like handbags and, and things like that. So how did you get into to those types of things? 
So with the air bubble, that, that's actually like a classic, like YouTube 101 thing, you know? Like, oh, is it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. that, that was something I learned from like really, it was that in the air bubbles, you know, when the air bubble is foggy, it's pretty much, you're just kind of like removing like the moisture that's built up in those pockets, like with the right. air and stuff. So that's very temporary. It comes oh, back so it, it will still come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah, it'll come it, back. It, it, it's, it's good for a video. You know what I mean? It gets the people going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, uh, or like on the Jordan Thirteen hologram. I seen them. Yeah, yeah that one thing. too. Right? Yeah, Same that, thing? that one's cool. But um. But like as far as like the bags and stuff like that, again, it's a, it's kind of like it's the same like idea. It's like if the materials are the same, then the approach can be pretty similar too. Yeah. So the bags were never really like a thing that I wanted to do. But sometimes people bring it and sometimes they're not that bad. And I guess I could do it. So it's like, yeah, you know, I could do it. And I still get a kick out of it, you know, especially one of us. Like we, when it's cleaned and there's condition and we see the before and after, it's like, yo, you look better. Like, these look yeah. nice. <laughs> you know, like and then that, that's kind of like what keeps all of us going. Right. Because it's not just me. It's a, it's a team. Right. You know, right. Saber Kicks is nothing without, without the team. Like it's actually a team effort. Everybody has like uh, their hand in the process. And everybody's just like happy. They're like, wow, damn, these are like so beat up before. Like, whoa, look at these. Or it's like, you know, you just see the pictures back and forth and sending it to the clients. And, you know, they're like, whoa, you know, like, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, some of the transformations are insane. Like even uh, like we talked about the handbag, like you did a, it was like an older bag and then you actually like re-dyed it or something like that. Like you repainted oh, it or something. Yeah, Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know which yeah, one? Yeah. The pattern. And that was, that was another one where. I told her, I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, please, please. Because <laughs> I've never, I'm like, done you. I knew what was at stake. I was, like, so reluctant. And she knew I was I was reluctant, you know? And I'm like, it can be done because, like, dyeing patent leather, it's like the color could fade. And it was, like, the same thing. Like, you seal it, but over time it might fade. And then you might be stuck with something where you're like, okay, like, I'm kind of in limbo. Like, what do I do with this? Because, like, it's going to kind of be hard to sell it if she doesn't want it, right? If it's, like, yeah. customized to her or, like, whatever she wanted. But like, yeah, no, it, it was definitely challenging. And I think those things, you learn a lot from it, right? Like I learned, a, I definitely learned a lot from like just working with patent leather and like just dyeing it. And like, again, like that actually wasn't the color that was in the bottle, right? So I learned, how do you say the word, opacity? I, I think so. Like just how like, uh, how strong and how saturated the color is, like how it acts with like the, the color underneath, right? Like mm -hmm. if it's like a lighter color, the dye will have a certain tinge. Like it's not gonna, it's not like paint where it's just gonna look like what it's out of the bottle. So I actually learned that, you know, with doing that. So that was another thing that I added into like kind of like the database, which, <laughs> you know, like anyone who helps out, well, you know, any one of us, you know, like I'm able to inform these guys, like, oh, listen, like you can't do this, or if you do this, this is gonna happen. So it doesn't make sense to do it, you know, just because of these challenging project pro projects that, like, you know, kind of. Yeah, no, for sure. So speaking about like tough jobs then like what was one of the restorations you would say was like the toughest that you did but i mean you you, you completed it but it was like something that you had to like you know maybe ask some people you know, learn some new techniques uh you know we recently saw jan do a, a yeezy 2 restoration with like the spine oh, yeah. um you know like shit like that like you know what's something to you that is like one of the toughest jobs to date that you've done okay first of all customs customs like complete like color changes those those are uh yeah th those are those are like great. for example changing that uh, what is it called like united chicago one to a black cement you know how people wanted to do that like that that mm -hmm. red jordan three and they painted the entire upper black so it becomes like a black yeah cement? yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, talking yeah. about that, like a custom like that? So, so that one takes up a lot of time, but it's pretty straightforward. It's just tedious because it's, it's black. Like black usually covers everything like pretty well. Okay. I think like it was the there was a pine green. I think they're called the pine green threes. They're like the black suede threes with the with the green. Mm. They, yeah, yeah, I've seen, like I've seen that one you did. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that, that one, one. That one took a long time, bro. Like, so oh. so what was the custom exactly? You changed the pine green three into what? A black cement three. A black cement. Oh, yeah, it's a black okay, cement. okay. Yeah, and it, it looked really good. But man, it's just all these different materials and stuff. It's like there's so much prep and and there's another all white like it was a a low Jordan one and he wanted he gave me the trail SBs and he's like oh, I want it to look like this like that color scheme and even though it's all white like there was so much prepping like you gotta like dye the parts you're gonna do brown first you gotta dye the leather brown so it, it so the color lays on properly and the paints don't cover like if you want it to be wearable it doesn't cover off the first layer like you got to do a really thin layer but you got to do that like four times five times sometimes mm-hmm. right and then you got to add something in the paint to make it flexible and stuff like that. there's all these little things that just take up time and again it's like you do the one there you got to do it four or five times over right and then you got to touch it up then you see edges you're like oh shoot i gotta get another brush and just get that little edge so easily like 10 plus hours easy wow and then, yeah, and then like crazy. in like certain certain jordan models like every, like the only the times that I've ever repainted a pair of what are they called? Stealth three, stealth gray threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. stealth grays. So that era again, where where that peeling tape, that latexy kind of tape paint. Sorry, yeah, man, that's like your fingers are gonna be done trying to strip that paint. Like <laughs> you do that, and now it's time to paint. You're like, I need a rest for like this is like so much burnout, bro. <laughs> so like, yeah, certain, certain things, it's just like it's just difficult. I don't accept it anymore, but. Those are definitely the worst. No, I feel you because mm-hmm. I, I sent my 2012 Jordan 4 Red Force to Jan, and he said to me, He's like, Man, this paint is like, it's so hard to get off, man. I don't, he even said he doesn't do those anymore either. So shout out to Jan for taking my pair. But you, he you, know, you know, it's me, funny. He told me that and he inspired me. He's like, You know what? You, <laughs> let's, let's say no. Let's say no from here on out. No, yeah. I'm not taking that. You know, like Jan yeah. says no, we'll go to save your kicks. I'm, like, I'm saying no. <laughs> it's just like no. Yeah. It's like a you you guys have a union going on now. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's just like, you know what, brother? You're right. You're right. We should stop hitting. Gonna get on the same page, right? It's just like yeah. it's just not worth it. You know, it's not worth the stress. And it's like, even if we again, even if you paid for the troubles and the time, it's like what you end up going to get, like sometimes it's just almost physically not possible just because like the shoe is older. It's going to react to certain techniques and chemicals that we're doing to remove it. It's just, it's not going to look like to the standard that we probably hold, want to hold our work to. Right. So, yeah, no, and that's, that's important too. Like you guys have a standard that you want to uphold and, and a reputation you want to uphold to. Sometimes it's not worth taking on these tougher projects. Right. And lowering that standard. Right. So no, that's totally respectable. And, and when Jan tells me like, I, you know, these guys know I, I go to Jen all the time with mm. fucked up ideas. Like I think of all this crazy shit and he'll tell me like, stra- he'll tell me straight up like Kev, the, the, you can't do this because of this, or I wouldn't do this because of this. And I'm okay with that because he's the artist. Like he's the guy that's doing the work. So I can totally respect the fact that, you know, he says no. Oh, definitely. Like some stuff that I'm kind of questionable about. Yeah. I'll hit up Jan. Jan and I, we have a great relationship. So I hit him up and just get his two cents on it, right? And and sometimes I'll do something and he'll ask me, hey, like, how did you do that, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. something like, you know, where I ask him about it and then I'll get it done and he's like, is that what you did? And I'll be like, no, actually, I did this, you know? So, like, we do learn a lot from each other. 
you know, we have that great relation and, you know, like it's important to just like, just be able to have them. Like I, I really do want to collaborate with them one day, like actually like sit down and like just work with them. Right. So we, we, we've been in the talks of like, you know, potentially just doing that and just, just soaking up like a lot of knowledge from each other and just to help each other grow and just essentially to be able to contribute to the sneaker community, like to, to guys like you, you know, like you guys, right. Yeah. Be able no, to just, I love that you guys do that because we asked Chan the same thing too. And he's like, you know, surprisingly, he asks questions all the time to people. He was talking about A1 restorations, yep. right? Like RG yep. skills. He talked about those guys. And he says, oh, I hit them up all the time. Govern is another guy because he does soul swaps, right? He says he reaches out to all these guys and and they're willing to help out because like you said, you want to build that knowledge. You don't want to keep that to yourself, right? You want this to evolve. Like you think about how restos were back in the day you think about mm-hmm. how customs and all that stuff was back in the day you know soul swaps was like something that was almost non-existent like it took yeah. us a long time to find guys like jan and if you kept that knowledge to yourself you're not going to evolve that craft you know it would be sad to see that just end where it is because you look at customs now you look at restos now people are bringing <laughs> shit from the dead man like there's stuff that you couldn't imagine that people are restoring and they're making it look, I don't want to say brand new, but like, it doesn't look like how it came in. You know what I mean? So just a lot of the shit too. Like you see suede redies now. Like I never even thought stuff like that would be possible. Mm -hmm. You're talking about just like, you know, insane shit that's happening. Like you see a lot of 85s now because people are really interested in 85s and some of the restos that go on with the 85s, like some of these older, older, older pairs. I mean, it's just mind blowing, man. So you never want to keep that information. Like I actually appreciate that you guys do that and you guys talk to each other about these things because it does help evolve. But just speaking about your, your work specifically, you know, what's one of the most memorable things uh, that you've done or like a proud moment? Like, was there a certain client that you did it for? Or maybe a pair that you did for? If you're allowed to disclose something. Yeah, stuff. yeah, of course. Yeah. I've seen one recently. Hint, hint. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know. There's a lot. I don't know what you're hinting at. I don't know what you're hinting at. I don't know. I'm going to say something. You're like, yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. No, no, no. Say what you're saying. I've I seen one. person. I was just like, man, that's crazy. Okay, okay, yeah. As far as, like, individual goes, I think, like, a really cool one was, like, Russell Peters. He was, Oh, uh, dope. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. He was a really nice guy. Very down-to-earth. I was, like, really shocked. I'm not going to lie. I was, like, this guy's, like, a superstar. Like, Yeah. You know, you know right? like, I, like, I remember, like, gr- growing up, like, just, like, watching his YouTube videos, like, the YouTube videos of his stand-up and stuff like that and going to recess the next day and just overusing the jokes, like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, like, a 10-year-old, right? So that was really cool. But yeah, you know, there's been like a lot of great individuals, a lot of people that, you know, I've met. But as far as memorable goes, there's a pair of Gucci's that I did like two years ago. And I, I don't think it got as much love as it should have. It got a lot of love. But I think because I had it in hand, I'm like, no way. Like, this is like, this needs to go viral somehow. Like, people need to know about this, you know? I'm, I'd say, like, I'm pretty humble with it, but I'm like, I need to, like, put this on blast. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that, 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 there was that. There was this one pair I did in 2020 near the end when I was kind of like, it started really picking up and I was like in the early phase of like, okay, maybe this is something I want to do full time. And it was a pair of shadow ones, which I did, but the shadows like, oh my God, like they look like deflated. Like it was like a completely different sneaker. And that was one of the first times I did a paint match. And I've always heard on YouTube and stuff like, oh, the shadow gray is like a really hard to paint match. And I believe it took me like two hours to match it. And I was really challenging myself. I'm like, yo, I think I can do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I got the color and it did really well. Like I remember when I uploaded it in like the first hour, it had like 220 
two likes and like 220 shares when I saw the insights. And mind you, like I, I might have like just over a thousand followers, right? So to me, that was like a really big, yeah. I was like, that's like almost like an average, like every person who liked it shared it, which was like crazy. You yeah, know, that so, is crazy. And I think that really shifted it for me to be like, okay, maybe this is something that because I've noticed I was actually looking at my profile like last night, like I went all the way down and I noticed a shift after that in the content, I mean, the way I was taking the pictures, like it was just like that different, like, okay, I can take it up a notch. I can enter like a new level. It gave me that confidence. Like I could really do something else. like, you know, it's every right. kid. And then there's like the Travis Force, which I did. I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing. I have to ask. The friends and family. You're talking about the friends and family, Travis Force. And I think I think I know who those belong to. Did those belong to Sold 247? Yeah, Adam. Shout out to Adam. That's fucking crazy. That's, yeah. He's, 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 oh, his collection is else, man. He's like, he's like trying to be like, importing like just crazy girls into the country like i'm right i talk to him all the time we're good and he tells me he just wants to bring to canada like just things you just don't find you know so it's like it's pretty interesting like you know because he has mags he got like everything oh and um uh, you know he, we talk all the time he always tells me like just the deals he's doing the things he's potentially getting he's got a crazy batch incoming like uh, no. <laughs> i don't know if i'm allowed to say it you posted the M&M 97 oh, so yeah, you can yeah. access so that, that are coming. That's one of, yeah, that's that's one one of the pairs. So he, he's actually in a group chat that Trevor and I are in. So he does okay. run past a bunch of these trades to us. Like, hey, oh, trade, okay. trade okay. these. So I kind of have an idea. He hasn't said exactly what all those pairs are. But yes, the, the 97, M&M 97s part of that are on the list. And the PlayStation, PlayStation Air Force 1. The PlayStation. Yeah, he said he, I guess he sent the pictures and he sent me that picture. Yeah, so those yeah. are the only two that I know of the pairs that he got in that trade. But yeah, I mean, his collection is crazy. But you you did those for him. And, you know, for him to trust you with that pair, I mean, that says a lot about, you know, that says a lot, yeah. about, about you guys and, and the work you guys do. Because how many people have been able to say that they've held that pair in, in hand, it's let crazy, alone man. restore a pair, right? It's crazy. And like, I mean, you can ask it. I mean, I think the deal is done now, but like just the execution of it, like it was kind of surreal. Cause I was like, damn, like, let's say like me and like my buddy Samuel or Kelvin or Peter, or whatever was working. I'm like, I'm looking at the show. I'm like, yo, this could pay our awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, this is like a big deal. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. is not normal. Like just any anything that's like in your hand that's like worth that much is like handheld. But like that's not normal. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. the fact it's like something that we love, like shoes, it's like damn. Like I think like a lot of the big guys that I'd say were in it like years, even before Savior Kicks. It's like they may have not even handled something like this, right? It's like the only other few things I think of that could be like bigger than this or more significant. Oh, significant! Like it's objective. It's subjective, but maybe like like a game worn pair or something like that. You know what I mean? As right. far as value, value wise, you know what I mean. So I'm like, this is a big deal, you know. So it was surreal. But, you know, shout out to Adam, good guy. I told him, give me those playstations when you get them. I'm like, give me that. I need to give me even if it's just like a quick scrub. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, his collection is insane. So shout out to Adam. Uh, yeah. Sold two four seven, but like you're saying, some of these pairs you would never imagine being able to hold them in hand, right? And like, yeah. who is it? Uh, actually, you spoke about him gifted kicks. Didn't he accidentally get a pair of Freddies? Was it, oh, was that, that was not flipping kicks. I was flipping kicks. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But anyways, yeah. yeah, but but still, like you know, some of these things, like you just. 
being in the position that you're in, I'm sure you get a lot of stuff. And even when I go to see Jen, Jen's like, yo, Kev, look at this pair of like, you know, stashes that I got. Like I've never seen them in person or whatever. Right. Like just some crazy shit. So, I mean, it's, it's just amazing to see just the stuff that comes by your desk. But in terms of just the restoration game itself, you know, how, how would you say it has evolved or, you know, what does it mean for grails that are more rare or, mm. you know, that you maybe can't even wear now because of age? Like how can you see this evolving now in terms of being able to wear these sneakers? Well, yeah, definitely like wearability, even when I'm buying shoes, right? Like I always consider the wearability and some of them, like I'll think about it, like, okay, like is this worth like the cost of like a soul song? You know, I hit up Jan, I'm like, yo, what size does the donor have to be? And then like, I guess for, as a restorer, it's just, it kind of gives me a lot of more options, you know, like, like I love, I love buying like, with 14s. I love 14s, but like, they don't crumble. Right. Like I can just read uh-huh. like it whenever I have extra time, like I know I can wear this for another 10 years. Right. So I'll be open to buying a pair, right? So, but I think like as far as like just the consumer and just other people, yeah, like as long as there's more awareness with like sneaker restoration and stuff and there's more information is being available to people, like, you know, people are more informed, like, oh, okay, like, you know, I could soul swap it or, oh, okay, like when the rubber feels like this, it's not wearable or it could be wearable when it's stored like this. I think I think people will start storing and carrying and maintaining their sneakers a different way, which eventually like allows just shoes to have like a longer like shelf life, if you want to call it that. And then, uh, yeah, people will just have, like, more options with, like, wearing certain stuff. They want to get their stuff re-glued. And, you know, and I might encourage people to wear it more, too, right? Like, the more times a pair is worn, the better the material, you know, lasts, especially okay. for, yeah. for, for for poly materials like uh, polyurethane and, like, other kinds of stuff. It's like the glue will be stronger, you know? It's more in use. It's, it's just like a muscle, right? Like, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. That's like what the mm-hmm. physios represented, like, would say, like, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. So you got to wear it. You know, you got to do these things to keep the longevity of it, right? Like some people, they keep a shoe DS for like years or 10 years. And then they wear it but, once. They but want to wear crumbles. it. They're like, yo, I didn't wear it. Why is like the blue coming off? It's like, yeah, because you didn't wear it. As crazy as it sounds, right? As crazy yeah, as it sounds. Yeah, but you see like this information, it's like now that the sneaker restoration industry is kind of on the come up, like now people are learning more about it. Before, yeah. people probably wouldn't think about it. And like what you said, like what we talked about earlier with the gluing and the super glue, like you would think like, oh, okay, it's glue. Like why wouldn't it stick it together, right? But then there's other intricacies and details as to why that doesn't work. So the same thing, like people will be like, oh, if I never wore it, it should, the glue should be good as day one. It's like, no, well, there's there's things with the environment and just like chemistry, you know, that factors into why the glue is no good anymore. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah, I know. As crazy as it sounds, man. Rich says it all the time. Wear your all the sneakers, time. man. Wear your, wear your fucking oh, sneakers, man. I, I just had a conversation with one of my boys the other day, and you know, he had a few pairs. They're not that old, but maybe like four or five years. And I'm like, yo, even if you just put them on and walk around the fucking house, you need to put pressure on the shoe because 10 years, you put them on, the glue's going to either the shit's going to fall apart or it's going to crumble because it all depends on also how you store it. And where you're storing it. Yep. Like I said, it's like a science, man. And, you know, people just can't grasp, like, that concept. Like, if you have a shoe, you don't wear it, it's going to fall apart. Like, if it's just sitting there. Especially now. And I don't know. And I know this is kind of going off, too. I feel like with a lot of the new retros, the quality of the craftsmanships of the shoe are getting worse. So they're not even lasting Mm -hmm. as long as some of these older retros, right? I gave the example of that Chicago 2 from 2010 that's crumbling and i'm wearing an 04 pair and it's fine right so it's like the craftsmanship of these shoes the shell life of them is not long even if you're wearing them they're still 
falling apart. You know what I mean? So now you take a shoe that you haven't worn for four or five years. What do you think is going to happen? So I'm always telling people like, yo, just wear them. Even if you're not going to wear them out, wear them in the house. A few hours, yeah. just walk around the house in them just to give them some wear. So when you do decide you want to take them out, you know, your shit ain't talking to you when you put yeah. them on. Yeah, <laughs> so Yeah, man. No, that's some good advice because not a lot of people know that or they, like you said, they just think, oh, well, I've kept them brand new all this time. They should be fine, right? Because yeah. I've never worn them, right? I've never worn them. So they have no reason. There's no wear and tear because yeah. I've never worn them. But no, that doesn't work like that. We no, talk about me. buying pre-owned pairs a lot. And I mean, part of that for me, at least, is that when I'm buying older pairs is there's no, I'm not nervous about them falling apart if they've been worn. You keep a shoe DS for five or six years, right? That's not good for the shoe overall, right? You have to wear it to get the glue moving. I talked about, I think it was last week I had I wore my flip threes or the week before that. And I mm-hmm. talked about like, I, when I, I said, I, I haven't worn them in a while. I wanted to get the glue moving in them. Yeah. That's exactly the point, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always always tricky. Yeah. But where do you see like the rest of the world going? Like, I mean, like you said, it's it's blowing up now. We see a lot more with customizations, soul swaps, you know, just these crazy viral videos of people digging up their old sneakers and then deep cleaning them and then bringing them back to life. So, you know, where do you see this craft going, you know, maybe in the next five, 10 years, let's say, and, you know, people like you, what are you doing to help it evolve or bring more light to the restoration world? You know, that's a, that's a good question. I think about that a lot. I think like even with social media and just the way social media is and just like rejuvenated, all these things, like there's so many more people trying the sneaker restorations now and it's only going to grow, you know, and it, it's a good thing. I think uh, as far as that goes, I would love to be able to help other up and coming restorers, whether it be like a course or something like that. Like, oh, I think that I think that would be like the direction that things are heading in. Like there's going to be more, more information available for people to get like, you know, to whether they want to do their own sneaker cleaning thing or, you know, just to be able to take care of their own sneakers. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I think like people's attitude may shift with like, maybe like older sneakers, I think definitely, you know, I think like just even as a consumer, I think people now know that, okay, like an older shoe might have some gluing issues. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, they'll consider that like when buying, like I know me, I definitely consider that now. Right. There's certain shoes I really want, but I wear all my shoes. So if I know like, I won't be able to find a donor for it. Like, unfortunately, like uh, I'm not the kind of person to get like a crumbled shoe just to like, if I can't wear it, it's going to break my heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I do think like, you know, there's just so much more information available that like, you know, more people are going to do it. And honestly, like there's enough to go around. Like if you think about it, like people have way more shoes than like, there are more shoes in a house than there are people. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like, I mean, other than like, if you're like maybe like a five, six year old kid, it's like, you usually have multiple pair of shoes, right? You don't got right. like, Right. And even then you got like an indoor pair and an outdoor pair, you know what I right. mean? So it's like, <laughs> you know, when you're in the classroom. So, you know, there's always going to be shoes and just like hair, like hair always grows. You need to go cut it. Yeah. yeah. Shoes are going to get dirty probably almost instantly. You know, it just depends on how much you can tolerate until you're like, okay, I got to clean these now. Yeah. Right. So what you're saying is there's no shortage of work out there. I don't think there's shortage of work to be honest. <laughs> like I think, I think sometimes we're restores and anyone in like a business to get so caught up with the whole supply demand thing, but it's like, I know like people that have barbershops, like they're thriving, you know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. there's more than enough clients to go around. People are always going to like, you know, need their haircut. So yeah, I do think that, but again, the information is more available now. So again, like, you know, applying it with their own sneakers and uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of opportunity. Right. And I hope that I could keep, you know, save your kicks. You know, we can um, stay at the forefront of that, you know, throughout this growth. 
you know, whether it be, you know, offering a course or, you know, just expanding the services in whatever way, even doing something with like Jam, just doing the, the soul solo, something we've talked about, you know, just kind of right. like a little partnership, you know, like you handle that, but like the clients will be like ours, you know, so it'll be like one big, like just powerhouse, so just like sneaker restorations, you know, that would be insane. maybe like a hub for like, even like Canada, right? Because I'm sure that there's so much, the sneaker market is so huge that like, there's probably so many people that are really serious about sneakers in Canada that may not even know about you guys. You know what I mean? You know, like even like another place, you know, like they might not be super into like the Instagram and stuff. Like I know, uh, I know even Adam to go back to that. When he bought that collection, he said like, when he did that deal, he said like the guy didn't have any posts. He didn't have any pictures. Like he was like a really low key guy, but he had like, these crazy pairs. Right. So. I don't know. And a lot of people are like that. They want to be low key. They don't want to flex all their shit. Right? Like you kind of, right. You kind of have to like know people or have a network of people and exactly. you know, like, so yeah, no, maybe one day we'll see professor Salmon in his resto uh, course, <laughs> <laughs> giving his resto course, maybe, man, maybe. right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a YouTube channel or something like that. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I think the information is there. There's people out there with the information and it sounds to me like everybody's willing to share that information. So hopefully one day there will be courses available. Maybe you guys would offer some of that information too. I, I mean, I would love to go like you see stuff like with shoe surgeon, he does like a, a school for creating new sneakers, right? Or you see, like I've been to events where they have like people that work with Jason Mark, they come and show you how to use their products and stuff like that. But yeah. there's nothing that will show you like, you know, leather filling and, you know, like defogging yeah. a bubble or, you know, suede, dying suede or, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, it would be super dope to see a course like that. So yeah, maybe one day when you do have more time, you can start something like that. But what advice would you have for those you know younger guys that are looking to start doing restos or wanting just to learn how to clean their own sneakers, uh, you know, deep cleans and stuff like that, like, or maybe just starting up their own business. So yeah, that's a good question. So I'd say, just because I feel like I'm still kind of fresh into it, kind of like I still remember my come up days like like it was yesterday, you know, like this thing, the things I was doing and stuff. Like obviously everybody like finds inspiration from somewhere. For me, it was just from my love for shoes and just even watching the shoe videos with like Zick Almighty and stuff like that. And then like honestly, what I tell other like people like just trying to come up, even like starting a business or something, is like probably heard this like a thousand times, but like literally be consistent. Like actually. You know, like the days where you don't want to like post or you don't know what to post, post something, you know, like even like there's been times where like, I posted something which I know like people probably don't really care about, but I just want to do it just to kind of put it on the front of like the feed or something just to kind of like remind people like, okay, this guy is active. Like when people see that you're active, a business, even like a podcast or something, just like anything that you're trying to do and trying to achieve when people see the, just the activity and whatever, it won't not grow it doesn't make sense. Like it's just physics. Like there's no way it's not going to continue to propel forward. If you continue to do it and you show people that you're doing it. And and when you do it and you're posting it, whatever, like you're still doing it. So you're learning and you're going to get better. So when you get better, everything else just kind of just falls into place. It's like, obviously when you're better at something, even if you're it's better at like managing clients, down, better at, you know, your system, organizing the shoes around like that, like that only happens with experience. You got to just keep doing it. Right. Even if you're not really posting, just try to post is, is good for exposure helps with growth but you got to just keep at it like every day like and i think that's why like a lot of restores i've noticed they don't really last you know no disrespect to anybody you know like life happens like sometimes it's actually a side thing for people people are more focused with their career or their job or whatever right you know wasn't something like a priority but like if you really love something like 
it's going to work. Like, I really love shoes. Like, this is what I would be doing outside of my nine to five if I had like a nine to five, like a traditional, right. you know, full time. Like, yeah, this is what I, passion, I intended right? on this to be like the thing that I'm like, yes, I can't wait to work on this pair like tomorrow, you know, like on Saturday, whatever. Right. So like, I really, really love this. So like, it just made sense for me to like, just be consistent with it because of my love for it. But like just anybody that just wants to make something work, just be consistent. And again, like just ask questions, right? It doesn't hurt to ask questions. Like I've asked people questions and that initial DM of like, Hey brother, you know, I love your work. Can you give me like that? Just like became an actual like friendship. I've traveled like Shuka Jake, Shoe Culture 615. He's amazing at Regus and especially SBs. I've shared him. He's out in Nashville, Tennessee. But that just came from me saying like, hey, man, your work is so dope. Like, thank you. And I just asked him like one question and we've talked for months and he's let me stay at his house in Nashville. Oh, you know? shit. And I, and I watched him start to finish do a Freddie Regal on a pair That's of That's crazy. Wow. You know, and I saw his inventory. You know, he had like the Quasimodo like SBs or no something. Way. <laughs> He had like yeah, like two pairs of those, like three pairs what? of we're, we're eating breakfast and the doorbell rang. He's like, Oh, mail day he opens it. It was a pair of like VNDS. <laughs> I'm like, bro. I'm like, I'm like, and to think like that all happened just from me, like a curious DM and just showing right. appreciation. Like, yo, I really appreciate what you're doing. Like, they like I witnessed that. I saw like he showed me like how he did things. Like I learned a lot. You know, I helped him with some of his work. He learned a lot from me. And you know, that all just came from what? Like just like a DM, you know, like right. so you just gotta be curious and Always be open and um, never get too caught up with yourself either. You know, like you don't want to ever think like, you know, you're too good or something like that. You got to always be very open because you never know, man, like somebody on the come up, like they could be the one who's going to help you like later on. True. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, so it's like, yeah, you got to always just kind of be grounded. No, great that's advice. great advice, man. Great advice. Because I mean, yeah, it's an evolving craft, man. Like I said, it's, this is art, you know, like people don't realize how much hard work goes into this and, like you said, you can always be learning something. So never take that for granted. Never take for granted the fact that you don't know everything. You know, don't feel like you've learned everything there is to know because somebody from that's younger than you, somebody that just started could discover something that you never knew you could do with sneakers or restorations or whatever the case is. So, yeah, no, that's definitely great advice. Yeah, I always like think like what you said, like five, ten years, like I always think like there could be somebody just as hungry if not hungrier than me you know just like that wants to get into sneaker restoration and for me my whole thing is like why work against somebody when like we can just work together you know sure. I mean? yeah of course like, you know like, like even some other rest like restores like i'll be like oh like you know you're in uh, you're in burlington you know like yeah no problem like that's so far from me like anyone's from burlington i'm just gonna send it to you and now you don't think like savior kicks is run by some like some some dick like some asshole is gonna be like yeah never mind. Like, he's just like yo like this guy's helping me out and if anything like that's gonna strengthen just the relation you know what i mean yeah and it's like everyone like we should just always be helping each other i would have loved somebody to do that with me so it's like why would i not pay that forward you know like why not absolutely no that's great to hear man and you know what like Shout out to you because we've just seen you grow, you know, through your work, through IG, through a lot of the stuff that you've done. You know, we've heard a lot of stuff from other guys too, like Jan specifically talks a lot of good things about you too. So, you know, keep up what you're doing, man. Appreciate you jumping on, sharing all these stories and, and just the stuff that you've been doing uh, to grow yourself, man. Thank you. Thank all you guys for just having me and just even these questions and stuff. Like I could talk about this for like, I don't know if I made this too long or something like that. Nah, I, man, know, no, no. I could talk no, days all. and days about this and it's great to, you know, just have this platform to be able to talk about something I'm so passionate about with like other individuals who are just as passionate and just love sneakers. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, absolutely, man. And hopefully one day we'll see that collaboration. I know you and Jan are talking, so we speak very highly about Jan. Jan speaks very highly yeah. about you. So, you know, to see a collaboration between you guys, I'm I'm excited to see what that's all about. So, yeah, man, it's it's for it's for the greater good. It has to be that. It's <laughs> yeah. gotta be that. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man. Thanks. We appreciate you jumping on. This was a lot of fun. There's a lot of great information in there too. And I, I love like the restoration community shares with each other. Like, I think that's really cool because it really helps it grow. Cause I, I think we talked about it, but like, I, I remember this, I think about 2014, maybe 2015, I bought the infrared sixes, the white infrared. And I used that as a base for an all purple Raptors Jordan six. Hmm which was done by Dom's restoration at the time. Now I got that. I was uh, at Foot Locker at that time that she was on super, super discount. I got it for next to nothing. So I was like, ah, you know what? Here's a good base of a shoe. Let's see what we can do with this. Right. I love that shoe. And it cracked. Oh, first wear. Right on like was. right where the crease was. It cracked in a couple other places. And I think it was just, it was too much paint. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 For like all. It's an all purple shoe now, right? So just to kind of put it in perspective of what it was and what it became. So yeah, just yeah, to yeah. kind of see what it be like restorations became was always kind of cool. Cause for me, like it soured my taste a little bit in terms of doing custom in, in terms of doing customs, we'll put it that way. Of course. But like for restorations to see where it's done and like all the stuff that Rich does with you guys is just incredible. So Yeah, yeah. No, yeah it's it's come a long way. Definitely. Yeah. It's cool to see where it's come. So Thank you, man. We appreciate you jumping on with us. This was this was dope. Yeah, thank Definitely. you. Definitely. Keep us posted on that class, man. Because <laughs> been I've been toying with the idea of like starting doing like working on some of my because I got so many old pairs. I'm just yeah. like, yo, it'd be it'd be cool just to be able to navigate. I'm not saying I need to be like a fucking like professional, but like just basic shit. You know what I mean? Like you know some reglues and stuff like that. Some um, of the basic pretty, techniques, right? Yeah, it would be would be pretty neat just because. I've seen so many older pairs. I have so many older pairs. So it's like, I almost know like the anatomy, like of these things now. So it's like, it's just cool. Like just to see it. So yeah, a class would be dope, man. And I'm always picking Jan's brain too. Like when I bring him pairs, like he's taught me like, you know, the outsoles and the midsoles and how <laughs> like all that. So like, it's just, you know, you learn so much. And I think when you have a passion for shoes and especially because like with restorations, it's such a big thing now. Like it's just cool to see, the anatomy of a sneaker and kind of what goes into bringing that shit back to life. So it's just, it's neat, man. But appreciate you, man. Did you tell these guys, like, we've known each other, like, from way back? It's crazy. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, we did first meet, like, 10, uh, t- 10 years ago. Yeah, that first mini sneaker con thingy. I don't even know what that was. What was it? It or, might have been our Soul Exchange or, or Soul one Exchange, of them. something like that. Yeah, it might, it might yeah, have been Soul Exchange, I think we met at, but. That, that was so cool, man. It was a while ago because I remember you on IG too, and you had heaters, man. Like a lot yeah, of the, I was the, the swap military blue. OG. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. People were like, damn, and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah I got these. so it was, yeah, it was just it was cool, like that full circle thing. I didn't even know that you were the one behind you know, Savior Kick, so it was just neat. Like, and you see, like, I was wearing a soul swap shoe then. That was like 10 years ago. Like I, yeah. I was already in tune with like the soul swapping. What was going on? What was going on? So like, it was always something that I was very open to, you know? So it just reached the point. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Yo. I'm going to try. Let me just, let me just do it. <laughs> let me do it. That's dope. It's dope, man. <laughs> Here we are, man. Here we are. So it's, it's definitely beautiful to see where that led you. You know, yeah. thank you for, for jumping on with us and 
Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you guys for having us. Honestly, giving us free game, but yeah. Shout outs. Yes. Any shout outs for us before we head out? Honestly, shout out, you know, everybody follows and supports Savior Kicks, all the clients. Shout out to the team, everybody who helps out. You know, Savior Kicks is nothing without, you know, the help of all of them that help us, you know, like every day. There's no way I could do this myself. You know what I mean? So shout out to the team and, um, you know, shout out to you guys and, you know, all the other restores that, you know, help on, you know, shout out to Jan, you know, another fellow Toronto guy <laughs> doing, doing his thing. Amazing work. I don't know, man. Shout out everybody. <laughs> shout out everybody. Um, I've never done one of these before. So. <laughs> I, I, I shout out my mom. I don't know. <laughs> giving birth to me. I'm going to shout out Wendell Swedell on Instagram. So he, again, he assisted me on that union. AJKO low for my homie. So shout out to him. But we were talking about all star shout out to Mac McClung for the dunk competition win as well. But uh, shout out to uh, just everyone participating in that Jordan birthday contest that we got going on, partnered with eBay. So super Damn, took mine. I was going to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Shout out to everyone that's <laughs> participating. Y'all uh, keeping me on, busy. Yeah. I say, Trev got, Trev got homework. Do all, the data, all the analysis and stuff. So Shout out to Trev, bro. Yeah, shout out to Trev, exactly, for keeping count, man, keeping track of the entries. Ryan Rushy Grant had a, he posted a, a story today and it was Trev keeping ca- track of all my entries and it's a little gif of someone counting. <laughs> yeah, like an abacus or something like that. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the abacus. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much what it feels like. Yeah. I've had, I have it like down to a point where I'm like checking like three times a day. So I'll like, before I go to bed, like before I go upstairs to like brush my teeth, I'll do a tally. When I wake up in the morning, I'll go do a tally and then I'll do like, try and do one in the middle of the day somewhere. That way, like I'm like, I'm counting it a couple different times, but yeah, you, y'all are making me work for this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we set unlimited <laughs> entries and some of you, you, you're taking yeah, advantage. They're, 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 run, they're running with that shit. Yeah, good but hey. It's what it is. Take advantage, man. You want to put in the work, then yeah. Yeah. Take advantage. And I'm going to shout out Snacks of Life podcast. I'm starting up a new thing. It's pretty good. Got the cannabis craft growers. You got, you know, the greatest snacks. Craft growers. (laughs) Craft. K R A F T. Like craft dinner. (laughs) Craft, like craft beer. Craft cannabis, not crack. Anyways, yes, they have all the rare snacks, craft cannabis, and a lot of Toronto area music culture. So, shout out to those guys over there. Dope, dope. I think I think you guys have got all my shout outs. Mac McClung, I already did my rant about the All Star Game. So <laughs> there you go. Well, I guess you know, just when this releases, you'll have one more day left to enter the contest that we've got going on. So, if you haven't already. Check out the details on the post in the In Cakes We Trust IG account. Have all the details, but we got three $500 gift packs to give away on eBay. Salmon's a big eBay guy too, man. So yeah, you better get in on that. Get in on it. You can you can enter and maybe have some more uh, funds to spend for uh, for your Shout out eBay for taking all my money. big shout out to ebay man yeah but yeah so if you haven't entered already then enter that contest we'll be picking a winner 
I guess whenever the after the deadline's over, so it'll end at the end of this month. If Trev's still alive <laughs> at the end of that, I'll jump on a live with him. I'll jump on a, a an IG live and and we'll and we'll we'll run the winners. But uh, yeah, shout out to everyone participating. And if you haven't bought any shoes off, of, sorry, if you haven't bought any Jordan shoes off of eBay, you can still get an entry by resharing the post. There you go. There you go. So you can, yep. So you can there still you get in even even if you go. don't have a pair. So share that post, tag us. You're still gonna get an entry into the contest. Dope. Awesome, Solomon. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. As always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure you use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K Man. Collie, where can they find you? You can find me on IG at the Collywood Life. Juan, where can they find you? Instagram, 321. Like I said, you can message me about traveling kicks, mainly Jordan ones, but everything's fair game. Oh, that was so missed. <laughs> so welcome back, Juan. Welcome back. <laughs> Rich, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on IG, bro, status 13. And Solomon, where can they find you? Find me on Instagram, save your kicks, S-A-V-I-O-U-R, kicks. Let's go. Canadian spelling. <laughs> for all our American uh, listeners that are wondering why it's that way right that means it's with a Z or as you guys say Z Zed. Zed. Yeah. the fuck is a Z man it's kicks with an Z. S kicks with an S so, right. man, as we said we appreciate you jumping on this was a lot of fun yes sir guys everyone stay safe and be well we'll see you all next time